You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 102! Underdark and the Neophilids Lair. Our heroes, Bairn, Mock, Bearjaw, Oilvane, Drustin, Scrimcorn, and Aurora are engaged in fierce combat with this mighty beast, this worm that, uh, this psychic worm that towers dozens of feet over the heads of even the tallest of our heroes. And that's only because the worm is choosing to stay all bunched up in a strange sort of square-like cubic kind of concentration of its mass. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's just easier for him to take up Very a, convenient. an equal amount of uh, space, length, and width when standing on the floor. I remember um, seeing those like a, you see like a snake in defensive mode where it's like this little like twisting bundle of like anger. Yeah, yeah. It's like that at all times. Uh, anyway, uh, Bearjaw climbing up on the beast, holding on to its neck as she is has been bashing one of the Thank tentacles you. with her hammer, attempting to sever it, for that is the goal Bludgeon of the group here. Mock riding a bullet who has become his best friend uh, into battle, defending the crystal howitzer, a strange device that suppresses the Neothelids' uh, stronger Ooh, abilities so long powers. as it remains unscratched by uh, by these terrifying winged horrors of the Underdark. The um, <clears throat> Scrimcorn harrying the creature in his uh, in his Quetzalcoatlus form. With help from Anga. Uh, with help from Anga and his little quicklings that he has summoned from the Fey Realm to uh, uh, to pelt this thing with shots. And last but not least, Drustin, who has just disappeared from sight Where'd by invisibility? Go? Nay! He has been swallowed by the Neothalid as Ooh. it has plucked him up with its tentacles and sucked him inside. And that is where we leave off. Drusen has just disappeared into the creature. You had a mechanical clarification you wanted to get, so yeah, here is uh, what it is. So, swallowed, where are all the... A swallowed creature is blinded and restrained. Okay. Um, so restrained means that your speed is zero and advantage and disadvantage in all the ways you might expect. Um, uh, blinded, you automatically fail any ability check that requires yeah. sight. <clears throat> um, you have total cover against attacks <laughs> and other effects outside the Neothelid. That's kind of obvious. Um, and it takes, uh, and you will take 35 acid damage at the start of each of the Neothelid's turns. That one turn. Cool. Um, what you do know of the Neothelid, I'm going to retcon just the slightest thing because uh, I think it was Kalen that pointed it out to me. Taita had said, just kind of in passing, like, if you get swallowed, you better kill it quick. She, of course, did not say that because your strict orders are to not kill yeah. the thing. It's <laughs> extremely valuable to them. So she did not say kill it quick. She said, uh, uh, Fix it quick. Knock yep. it out. I think she Get would have probably it said, quick. If it swallows one of you, then just know that your death will be for a good cause. Oh. Yeah, she was pretty unashamedly promoting the needs of her people over our needs mm. early on in no, our I respect that. Now, there is more... Uh, <laughs> 
There is more to learn about how you might be able to help Drewston here, but it will take some uh, studying of the creature to learn. Uh, is what I'll say. Like action knowledge checks? Yeah. Okay. Action knowledge check can get you something meaty. Okay. Um, and <laughs> that's it. Let's continue on with the combat. So the Neothalid had just acted. It's four still functional tentacles wrapped around Drewston, pulling him in. The one tentacle that, uh, uh, that Bearjaw has bashed and bruised is still hanging limp out of the mouth of the Neothalid. One sharp tug on that thing might be enough to rip it off. Um, and, or, you know, just a simple sword doing what a sword does. And so, next up is Mock, followed by Oil Vein. Alright. Um. Alright, so I got these three bad men harrying. And we don't protect the unseen servant. Apparently, if the howitzer goes off, things get worse. Yeah, absolutely. Like it seems pretty important. Um, the bullet. We've, I mean, we've we've made a statement. We've drawn their attention. It seems pretty high risk to not drive off these bad men. Who's to say he really? Yeah, he probably understands that Justin's been swallowed. But like, this seems like an obvious help for him. So he will. He will attack the. Uh, the, uh, the flock here and try to drive them off. Uh, Alright. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, let's see. They'll first attack this one closest to the machine. Uh, head shaver from his from his pack and that's going to be a 23 versus AC. 23 versus AC will hit it easily. Alright, then let's Give it. A, 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 oh, give let it me do a quick status check, real quick. Do. Does uh, is anyone frightened still? I don't think I got affected. I think Justin and Aurora are still right. That's what the uh, stars yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the uh, stars are frightened. Yeah, I think that's what the stars were. Frightened, and it's uh, that was of the flying Batman, horrors, yeah. the Batman. Uh, so Batman. that means Justin is no longer frightened. All right. You can't see. Um, oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> you just have to lose line of sight, or? Well, yeah, that's true. I can't see them, so I'm not frightened. So you're not currently frightened of them. Oh, yeah, it's not actually spelled out in the mechanics, but I'm going to say for you, you've got much worse. You are still frightened, oh, at least those to be fair. Kind of get me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Aurora, um, yeah, Aurora was uh, yeah. frightened. Uh, let's have it roll a DC 15 strength check. I decided to uh, bring out this guy. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Uh, the, not, uh, it's a failure. He rolled a 9. Oh, wait. Strength? Yes. Uh, he got an 8. Oh. Okay. So he's going to be pushed back. Boom. 3. And he will take... So 6 plus 5. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. <clears throat> you got it. Cool. Uh, next we'll go with this guy on the far side of the world. Ooh, straight one. You missed that. Then I'll come and hit him with the bra. Mm, this is pretty important. All right, I will get him with the, uh, I'll use my advantage. Make sure we get a, a hit on him. All right. Inspiration. That did it. Okay. So the first roll was a thank you. The was a eleven versus AC. That will not hit. 
And then the second one was 27. That will hit okay. easily. All right, so he will also roll a DC. Oh, you know what? It just so happens that the Flying Horrors have the same AC as the Neophilus. So that AC 16 applies to everyone. Beautiful. Why don't you give a, another a DC 15 strength check? DC 15 strength check. Nope. That will be a 9. 9. He's speaking in German. Great. So he takes 11 plus 5. Uh, he takes uh, 16 damage and is pushed. Away as Mock comes in, heavy with head shaver, whirling it away and just trying to bat the Batman away from the crystal. Nice. How much damage on the second one? Uh, 16. 16. Pretty good. Uh, Roaring at them. Um, And I think he will. So. Let me ask a, a, a side question. Do we know much? Uh, do we know a, a, anything about how this is affecting the, the howitzer? howitzer? Other than it's suppressing some of the greater abilities of this creature. Anyone? Uh, uh, fewer pronouns. I did not understand the question. Do we understand how the howitzer is affecting the Neothelid? Other than uh, this general idea of it suppressing some. It's definitely still like active and it's thrumming, and you yeah. can sort of see this vague beam of energy. Uh, uh, Hitting the uh, hitting the Othalid. and in fact, as the Neothalid has slowly moved around this field, slowed down by all the uh, various, mostly Drustens, in fact, slowing it down. The unseen servant has been like cranking the crank that that makes it like move to the side just a little bit, cranked it down just a little bit. He's keeping it trained on that thing, and uh, um, you, the the Neothalid has been has been thrashing against it, and Taita had said that it. Um, it keeps its more powerful uh, psychic abilities um, suppressed. So Mach is a, a dwarf that knows a thing or two about quartz. Uh-huh. And he sees, see, seeing Dressing get swallowed up and knowing that time is short, he's done what needed to be done in his mind to defend the, the crystal howitzer for the very immediate term. Yeah. But now he's looking for a way to take this crystal howitzer and turn it up to 11. Uh... And he has a hit the bash on the crystal he's hammer. A bag full of very, very powerful refractive jewels on his person that he knows a lot about. Mock's been pulling this thing for three days yeah. on the boulette. Yeah. The storm. Mock has spent yeah, uh, the evenings uh, as usual, always interested in various crafts and, uh, and jewels in particular. Rocks and, and jewels minerals. in particular, rocks and minerals. Mock has done more than just look at this thing a few times and Mock is certain that he has learned enough to figure out how to fuck with it. Yeah. So Mock's gonna fuck Mach with it. Mock is pretty certain he has no idea if it will be able to survive the fucking with it, but no, uh, he is pretty certain that he could modify its uh, what it is doing. And that's what he does. He's using his move to launch from the boulette onto the howitzer and then he would like to use an action point to throw a little nitrous oxide in the tank of this crystal howitzer. Do you get another action when you use your action point? I get an action specifically. You get a whole action. I get an, the word action is what I have two of now. Nice. That is the action point. Uh, uh, okay. You will need to roll a... What's my thing that gives me my... Oh, that is precarious and not helpful. Um, someone can move that in a second. I'll, I'll move it when it's not my turn here. I need a, I need a list of... Can you roll the character sheet, Kelly? Please? There you go. I just wanted to see the skills. Uh, I thought... It's no, not the ability. There is not a craft. 
It could just nope. be an intelligence check. It's all yeah. It's, it's all it's tools. That's how they usually do that. A lot of the I do get a proficiency bonus added to anything I'm doing with jewel crafting, which I yeah. would assume this might be. Yeah, yeah. No, it absolutely is. So, so, so I go wisdom check or an agility check. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got it. Let me just read real quick, please. Um, the yeah, the the crafty things like uh, medicine are wisdom. So I think uh, we're gonna go with a wisdom check with proficiency uh, for you because you've got the tools. Yeah. Um, for the proficiency bonus. Let's go with that. Absolutely. Oh, uh, and yeah, you, you've... Uh, uh, I'm going to give a little RP first. We'll see the, see the dice, and then we'll see what happens. Do the RP, then I'll decide the difficulty based on the quality of the RP. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, no pressure. I, I love to be in that situation. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to start just with a little more flavor on the crystal howitzer itself. All right, we go we for it. know it's a, a an immense pylon, an obelisk of, of uh, crystal that is kind of held suspended, kind of like uh, you know something on on magnetic rails. Kind of the, the the thrumming that you hear is the the resonance of this kind of this uh, this uh, harness, this kind of architecture that's holding it in place, and the resonance kind of grows as it begins to build power up and then thrust kind of whatever energy it through. The, uh, the, the the crystal, you know, out towards whatever, whatever it's being pointed at. And so these kind of resonance points that have it suspended are where Mox feels like he can add a little bit of extra oomph. And, uh, you know, there is, uh, you know, on the top of each of these flanges, a little kind of, kind of control panel that you may see. And, you know, anyone with kind of strong hands and a good screwdriver <laughs> can just pry that thing open and thrust and kind of in, in betwixt some arcing energy, you know, maybe a little extra, you know, dwarven quartz that you had, you know, just, you know, as a momentum of, 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 of things at home. And so he, he kind of doesn't have time to hit all four, but to the two closest to him, just like cracks it open and just dumps in a couple of, of, uh, yeah, a couple nice pieces of quartz from, uh, from, uh, yeah, from, from his home of, uh, of, uh, I mean, the, the Citadel, uh, Belbar. Adbar. Adbar. I, I, that was, I was like, wait, actually, what? Citadel Adbar Quartz going into these flanges. DC 12. S- S- slams them shut. Slams them shut. Kind of like winces. Nine. Plus one. Plus proficiency three. Thirteen. Thirteen on a DC twelve. It's a little touch and go it as Mock gets it's in. It's kind of like a woo woo. Not the first woo. time he'd opened it up, nope. but maybe very cautiously. You know, he didn't want to break it in his investigations. But yeah. uh, but when he starts to go and he starts to like add his own materials, the way it reacts is like it's more violent and quick than he was expecting. As uh, uh, some as like so, some some recoil, some like. Maybe just a flash of doubt, like maybe some starts coming up the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, but then slams it in and shuts that compartment quick. And uh, and sure enough, the thrumming, everyone hears it. Some rocks and rubble, ra- or not rubble, but some rocks rattle off of the uh, off of the walls in the uh, oh, caverns they, they here. Catch the harmonics. And they catch that harmonics. The 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 rocks on the ground start vibrating and dancing. It doesn't feel like an earthquake, but the rocks are reacting like it is. 
And Maga's uh, laughing. He's like got a little maniacal. He's like, <laughs> he's riding the dragon as this thing is kind of like rumbling. He's like, ah, the power! <laughs> and uh, the Neothalid <laughs> lets out a even, uh, uh, it, it starts thrashing around, slamming its uh, tail. Does it? Does a worm or a snake, snake have snakes, a tail? Have tails. They do? Snakes have tails, specifically. Oh, okay. Well, then it, it slams the ground with its tail. Womp womp. Meaning it jumps. And, uh... That was a good roll. The inspiration, that's what you trust. Oh, that was with inspiration. No, I did not use it. I used it on one of my attacks. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. And then that, that was a straight up roll. All right, um, move inspiration to uh, Justin. And, uh, well, I was hoping you would fail, so I wouldn't have to figure out what it does. But now I do have to figure out what it does. I'm sure you. I'm sure you. Will. It I, I have confidence. Immediately barf. Yeah. Um, or poop. Or poop. <laughs> There's more than one hole. They're gonna take a lot, a lot here. Uh, Drusden from inside can feel something has changed as he's getting thrown around from inside, and he can hear the screaming resonate through its body and the thrum of something hitting it. He can tell that his allies have reacted swiftly. Uh, to his uh, being swallowed. Uh, Tristan says, <laughs> and um, just <laughs> let's go with your language. What if it just dies? I'm gonna give you something good. This is an incredibly, incredibly creative, great role playing. You have stunned it for a round. Yes. Just one round. You can tell that whatever you've done to this crystal, it's not going to last long. No. You've like, you've like shoveled extra coal into the thing, and it's <laughs> flaring up, and it's going to burn bright. There's and maybe fast. some sparks or some pieces of like broken crystal, like popping out the sides, like it's getting consumed. Yeah. So, uh, but it completely stuns the Neothalid for the time being. Oh. Oil vein. Oh. All right, I see you're done. Oil vein, you are up next. Oh, one of the winged horrors here. One of the uh, uh, flying horrors. The one you hit uh, harder 16. takes off. Cool. As, after it, like, you would, you would hit it with head shaver, which, as a flying creature, you, like, knocked it back 20 yeah. feet. It had to bat its wings to, like, like counteract yeah. just the force of being thrown across the room. And when it finally gets its sort of balance again, it just awkwardly, uh, uh, like, limp flaps, uh, uh, limp flies away. And the other two flying horrors, you can see that they're a bit hesitating and sort of taking stock of the fight. They're probably barely needing courage I'll to add one thing off. left. Mock turns to the blood. He says, Betsy, get him! To see what it does. Betsy. Oh, because you're off of it. I'm off of it. The okay, the bullet just chomps down on the yes! nearest, on the nearest yeah, flying horror without hesitation. It just yes. hum, chomps down on one and those they, they, they take off. Oh, perfect. The flying horrors are gone. Oh, okay. Oh, no, the bullet's on their side. Oh, I mean... I mean, one, one, one's still there. I mean, these are clearly just opportunistic hunters. You, yeah, you, one's still there. you scratch their wings, and then that's not a. They're they're no longer feasting. No, they are okay. in a fight. Love playing with my GI Joes. <laughs> Oil vein, you're up next. Oil vein, uh, he uh, stands upright and he points. He grabs the the butt end of the staff of power. Points at the skull end towards the snake, the, the worm. Yeah, other end touches the little tiny bunch. It's the it's the, the coccyx of the yeah, yeah, skeleton. Yeah. Uh, he points it towards the uh, the worm, and he kind of like spins it a little bit, 
with his arm, and then his arm, glowing the veins in his arm start to appear. But it's made of veins in the veins. Yeah. But it looks like glowing veins appear. Okay. Veins like start moving down the arm, and they're glowing. Cool. And then like they start moving faster and faster into the staff. Cool. And then the staff, the skull erupts in a ball of lightning that stretches out forth into, into a line ball towards man. the worm. So it starts out as a ball, then it's just lengthens out. And he's cast Your little lightning sparks bolt. appear on the worm first and then connect. Oh, yeah. Back. Every, like, on the worm and then yeah. a little in between. Like, little <laughs> crackles, like, and then it just, like, <laughs> um, So the, the worm has to uh, attack save. It's a dexterity 15. It's gonna be. It's, uh, it has to do a what? Uh, save. Oh, yeah. okay. You said attack save. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was just reading what it said here. Attack slash save. It's got a low dex. Check. Wait, what? Read what it actually says? No, I was just reading this part. Oh, 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 I see. D&D Beyond just says attack <laughs> or save, depending uh, on what it is. I gotcha. So, uh, it's a DC 15 uh, of what save type? Dex, dex I think it said. Yeah. Nice. Low dex. dex. 15. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, it doesn't just have low decks, it has shit decks. It does have advantage. Ten. Ten. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. sorry. Yeah. He does have advantage. Wait, it's stunned, though. It doesn't get that, does it? Oh, yeah, it is stunned. Oh, I think it's the nature of it, but... No, 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 no. Stunned is... I was reading it earlier today. We've almost never used stunned. It's currently stunned. Stun is automatic fail on Ooh, decks and strength saving nice. throws. Good timing there. Wheel. I'm pretty sure. It's all in here. I mean, yeah, it's creature automatically fails strength and dexterity. What are the effects currently on the Neothalid? I'm not aware of that. Stunned. He's just stunned. And that's from, from, from the Howitzer Overload. Oh, from the Howitzer Overload. I missed yeah. that part. I was making drinks. You okay. were making drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is fully, full-blown stuff for one turn. Wow. Got him. It was a good move. It was very creative. Appreciate it. Uh, creative moves are rewarded. Uh, yeah, they are rewarded. Yeah, stunned is automatically fail strength and dex. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Nice. Uh, and it's also incapacitated, which has its own set of okay, perfect things. Oh, rapture. Oh, delight. Incapacitated is kind of what you think stun is, which is you can't take actions or reactions. Okay. So, does uh, forty-one lightning damage? Wow. Forty-one lightning what damage. The- Forty one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, hopefully I didn't kill him. Is oil being Jesus Christ? Is the green Does mean Jesus Christ did have one arm and one shadow arm? It hits the Neothalid hard. In fact, Drustin feels the, the <laughs> shock. Stop! on board. He feels it like a like a um, like an incredibly strong static field. Like you <clears throat> ran your fingers across something overly charged with electricity, and you kind of get that like yeah. that that weird rough feeling. Like he just feels that, and since he's being squished in by the digestive system of this worm, he just feels it over his whole body. Like the whole thing has just become. Like almost scratchy, but it's scratchy with electricity from the bolts of this thing. What spell was it? Uh, lightning bolt. Oh, just, just a straight up defibrillated. Yeah, oh, it's defibrillated inside. It's a level uh, five one from the staff of power. Yeah. Oh, 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 o
Um, Again, it has scorched the Neotholid. Like, it hit one spot on him and sort of spiderwebbed out, but it must have caught a nerve that went down its body. For you see a scorch mark move down most of the length of its body as it seems the electrical electrical impulses just shot, like, down its body. (laughs) and a little uh, bit of a limp and, like, a little bit of a lull. It has a lisp. And uh, it's looking, it's looking hurt. The thing is bleeding and shocked and now stunned from this howitzer. Um, further attacks yeah. um, are entering the point, not just entering, you are smack dab risky. in the middle of the point where it is risky. So I thought of this mechanic, so I'm going to bring it forward as a surprise here. I like the idea, I, I should say, I don't like the idea that when you reduce something to zero hit points, you just get to decide if you incapacitated it or not. I think incapacitating something with deadly... I think that's strictly melee by the rules. Spells are ranged, you don't get to do it. You're right. It is normally melee only. I like making it a little bit harder than that. I like it being... It's a liability if you try to knock someone out, even with melee. If I tried to do it, I would definitely risk killing the person instead of knocking them out. I like the idea that it's a little bit uh, uh, of a risk here. So I'm going to say that if you want to... I will tell you if you're within striking distance of, uh, of a killing blow, which you are. Um, and the attacks uh, will just say have to be done with disadvantage if you want to attempt oh, okay. an incapacitating gotcha. uh, shot. Whatever gets it over the line has to be with disadvantage. Yeah. Well, luckily... Uh, if, if yeah. people are yeah. amenable it's to that. I, I, like the idea. I, I do like that melee has an advantage specifically built into it for that, for future fights, but for this one, I'm very much on board. Well, are well, we then allowing well, ranged and no, spells saying, to do it? Not changing that part of the rules. Yeah. Ranged and spells still can't. Oh! Ranged, ranged and spells are still, they will kill. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, still gotta I, be melee, but it's at a disadvantage I'm here uh, that. if you're trying to Okay, wow, yeah, yeah. That's like, not a great mechanic, because if you did more damage than I was expecting, you know, when do you have to, we'll figure that out later, but for now, you're within one shot of killing okay. it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's obvious. The it, thing it's is, like, it's time for Baron to draw his hammer and charge. Uh, Aurora, Aurora, yes, yes, Aurora. Pull out the spell blade. She wields it two-handed. Uh, Aurora, uh, Aurora, Aurora puts away. That'd be hell of a feather. Aurora it. puts away shatter spike, and she yeah. takes out the uh, the stun stick, which is what it's for already days. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? It's already stunned. Yeah. Understood. For days, Scrimcorn has been drilling her on how to uh, how to do this. Like, get up there, watch for it, look for these telltale signs, and you jam that thing into its underbelly if it starts casting a spell. And that's what she does. She's there, and she's like at the ready, and uh, she's. You can see how nervous she's gotten because the thing has come over to where she just got frightened by those bats, bat creatures. They're Batman. all the man bats, Batman. man-sized bats, oh. Batman, and. Uh, but now she's right there. She draws the stun stick and uh, uh, and she gets it at the ready. And she says, she says, if, it, if this thing starts, if this thing starts stabbing, or if this thing starts casting, I'm gonna jam it with this thing. And she's shouting up to Bearjaw because now she's a little bit like, wasn't part of the plan that you'd be climbing on its neck, and I don't really know what this thing does. Correct. So she's standing at the ready to counter, essentially counterspell um, the creature. Cool. Bairn. Bairn. You are up. I'm just gonna do a big nasty damage spell. But oh no! Yeah, I don't know. Wait, does your guardian, does your guardian hammer do, do melee? Uh, well, I don't know if that works technically. Well, that's gonna go the first one. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, with a bonus action, Bairn 
points at the floating spectral image of the Hammer of All Souls, which moves forward on a bonus action and strikes in at the tail of the worm. This will be, I guess, with advantage? Yep. Uh, Are you... This is what you Okay, yeah, so this is... It's... It's a giant floating spectral hammer that makes a melee spell attack. So what does that count as? Spell it. It's a melee attack. That's a good question. <laughs> it has the melee cue. That's a good, that's a good question. L- uh, let me... It does force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier if it hits. So, and, it, and I do have to make an attack roll. Um, one second, one second. We'll find it real, real, real quick. Um... Promise. Um, hang on, non-lethal damage. This will do a maximum of 13 damage if I completely maximize my roll. Page 198. That sounds like the the kind of baby steps we need at this point. We're trying to thread the needle here. Well, I was gonna do like trying. Okay. Big heavy, but now okay. It's not time for that. It's not time! It's fine. Got it, got it. I got, I got to the section. Calm down. Here it is. So, by the rules, um, when an attacker reduces a creature to zero hit points with a melee attack, the attacker can knock the creature out. The attacker can make this choice the instant the damage is dealt. The creature falls unconscious and is stable. A melee attack. Oh. It says melee, melee attack. attack. Um, it just can't be ranged? Maybe spells that are melee? Yeah, ranged spells, though, then. They didn't say a spell can't be melee. I don't know what the definition of melee is. Like, I don't know if I've looked at it. Maybe you look at the attack. Maybe you look at the attack section. Range is disadvantage if you're working with Okay. Uh, this, uh, the, the consensus from one upvote on an obscure <laughs> RPG stack exchange post says right. any melee attack can knock a creature out. And a melee weapon attack and a melee spell attack are both melee attacks. I completely agree with that interpretation. It's clear. They did not say a melee weapon attack, which is a game term that they could have used if that was the intention. They're pretty specific when they say melee spell attack. You can knock them out. Got to do the disadvantage thing. Perfect. Which means at this point I'm just rolling normal. Normal. Yeah, yeah, cancels out because he's stunned. Perfect. Um, So here's the regular normal roll with the spectral hammer. Yep. That would be a 19. Yep. That will hit. And the damage on that will be a 10. Force damage. As the image of the Hammer of All Souls strikes in with its radiant ghostly aura as a forced little blast strikes into the thing. How are we at? Uh, well, how does it attack in a way to attempt to knock a creature out? Goes for the head. Uh... That's where I am. I can move the thing, so maybe I move it so it's floating more upon it. Yes. That sounds more reasonable. Yes. So it will float up up to 20 feet. Yep. Had to move a couple. So it floats up and tries to find that little vein that had been illuminated by uh, 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 a nerve nerve strike. It's there. It's there. It's like there's scorch marks along the surface. And as the spectral hammer of all souls comes down... Hitting it with it, despite being a spectral... What kind of damage is it to? Force. Oh, it's force. So, uh, the spectral hammer slams down on that now scorched 
nerve, and as it does so, the nerve strike just immediately, the creature rears up, Bearjaw almost thrown from her perch, but she was holding on tight, because it's not like this thing wasn't moving. It's like walking down the street. And then it slumps down (laughs) with a big plume of underdark dust in every direction as the big snake-like body slams to the ground and mostly against itself. And Drewston, inside the creature, you feel a big thud as your body just feels a slam from the side as if you were in a sack of potatoes and that sack of potatoes was swung um, to hit a Baron was expecting a a one-two as he's cast the hammer to go and it's meant to expect much as a huge, like, glowing, radiant thing is hissing, just sees a flop and goes, huh. Okay. Does Ban do anything anything else? The angel's Uh, He sees the thing flop and, uh, yeah, he wants to try and get his cousin out. So, I don't even think I can move to this thing's mouth. I don't have the speed there. Uh, You can dash. Yeah. Yeah, he, he moves around towards the thing's front with a one, two, three, four, five. Now he's closer to it, maybe, and says, Drusted, hang on, we'll get you down to there, which you hear. So, if the Neothalid dies, a swallowed creature is no longer restrained by it and can escape by using 20 feet of movement exiting prone. However, that's because when a creature dies, its digestive system dies with it and stops functioning. Well, we got some time. In this case, uh, it is un- fully unconscious and will remain yeah. so for quite some time. But, but, it's, but its subconscious systems, I its body, that. is still functioning and is still attempting to digest Drewston. That is the mechanical the cave troll that reality effect where we are. Baron, your turn is done. Valuable nourishment. Fair job. Take it away. Alright, um... Okay. And I've got a plan just in case. Okay, um, well, bear job. I've got a diamond. Uh, we can probably get you out there in a minute. Guys. It's okay, uh, I'm just thinking uh, how I want to do this. Okay, so the bear job takes the floppy tentacle and takes the end of it and wraps it around her forearm. <laughs> Holds on. And it then, takes ten psychic damage wrapping that around okay, her forearm. Okay, I'll take it. Ooh. You're full. You don't resist yeah, psychic damage. Well, I guess it never attacked you. <laughs> no. Well, it did a couple times. It just missed. And then uh, she starts shimmying down the esophagus. Repelling. Yeah, you know, depending on how big this thing is, it might be kind of it's cramped. Big. It's big. It's it's not too cramped. It's okay, I'm cramped I'm because it on of this. Bear Jaw's size. Yeah. Drusen, I'm cramped, but Drusen, he's I'm getting he's flashbacks of Princess Bride, the Fire Swamp. He just sure, grabbed the thing and dove in. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's um, great. So right, Bear Jaw's going in, and she'll continue to pr- to pursue uh, until she finds Drusen's body. Some, uh, yeah, quite. Uh, just the more PG entrance. So she is trying to crawl through this thing's in digestive with, with system. With its own tentacle wrapped around Holding her its tight tentacle. And then she's gonna, once she finds him, she's gonna grab him. And then... Back Climb out. out. Back out. All right. This is a... Said same tentacle. This is a... Plan... Uh, so, first of all, as you climb in through its maw, which is easy enough, after all, this entire system in here is designed for things to go down it. Uh, so, it's sort of natural movements as a, a source of food enters its mouth uh, assists you in heading down. Um, and it is a matter of holding on control of that, moving through in a controlled but swift manner. This is definitely an athletics Check. Like a this, horse is, pill. this is a this is a feat of strength. 
However, the down the um, um the yes. moment you enter that digestive tract, immediately oh, yeah. thirty-five acid damage. Ooh. Same, you were in the stomach, and that is ju- that is just its natural uh, digestive fluids immediately. I'm just still technically raging though, so this is actually gonna be half that. That's technically the jack. Uh, no, that's damage actually. It's Twelve. Damage. It's automatic damage. Mm, no. Ongoing damage. What's the damage. what's uh, the math on that? Oh, Eighteen. No, seven. Seventeen. Seven. You always round up, right? No. No down. Always run down. Always run down. Always yeah, down. Change from fourth edition. Always the opposite of whatever I remember. Don't worry, Justin. I'm gonna save you. And my my flesh that's sloughing off is providing lubricant to go down the Here's here's here is the deal. This is an athletics check. Okay. The degree of success is how much, is how, essentially how, how swiftly, how good you can get down there. How many damage there. as I take. Because doing this perfectly would be, yes, would be Wesley just fucking head diving into the fucking, into the, into yeah. the fucking sand. Right. Much more likely it's going to be a bit of a precarious descent Swerve. into this thing. Well, the grid's so, kind of getting down that, that chip. Here's, here's what you're looking at. Um, yes, you were looking, you were looking at a 12 is necessary to get in there at all. Um, otherwise, you're just going to take damage and not much progress. 17, so five more than that. That's going to get you to Drewston with a firm grip on him. You're going to be able to like get together. A 22 yeah. means you're 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 Wesley head diving down there, and not only can you grab him, but you can yank that tentacle back up okay. and uh, and pop yourselves I out of that unconscious that's okay. But I that's right, that can't see me yet. You're blessed, but it doesn't apply to uh, doesn't ability apply checks. To Just attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. My, and my mm. ability check in this case... It's athletics. It's right there. From, no, I'm trying to see if I get... Um, from uh, range. Above or because you're Goliath or something. Just look at range down there. Right there. Advantage on strength checks. Athletics, athletics is a strength, strength check. check. Oh, oh all yeah. strength checks. Yay, yeah, bitches! Wow, because Woo. she's raging. Let's go, bitch. Extra up. strong Let's rage. Okay, here we go. Okay, double 13s. Mm. Thanks. That's a 20. Take the, take the other thing. That is a, that's a 20. 20. So that's still pretty good. You got, you got all the way there. Bear jaw. All the way! Jimmy's down. Expertly sliding down the slick. Yes, you have all the same effects. You are blinded, but uh, not, restrained. not restrained because you actually you have the you have the ability to move ability. because of the tentacle. Uh, Thanks, tentacle. Um, now we're gonna get, get we're gonna get you out of here. Um, yeah, and uh, Bearjaw slips down, and then how's she going? Is she climbing head first? She grabbed it around she the She's a headfirst kind of gal. She's climbing uh, headfirst down here, and then bonk! She hits oh, her head fuck. against his shin. Oh. And uh, there he is. Oh, you can hear him. Are you a creature? What? I'm Bergeau. Hold on, Bergeau. I'm here. You get us out of here. Yes, I will. I'm getting you out of here. Uh... Scrimcorn, uh, at this point, he's not going to contribute to this. What'd you say? Can you go over there and ready to heal or something, or be over there to heal? Yeah, that makes sense. That's one of his legendary, right? He uh, flies over to the Neothalid, uh, touching down and turning back into his uh, uh, much grosser uh, half-elf druid sloth. And... yeah, it's like sloughs off and is replaced with just mossy, dirty, matted hair. And uh, as he uh, uh, 
as he stands there and uh, he says, Not what I would have picked! As he stares into the maw, ready to uh, heal. Houston takes out the devil iron chain that he had taken from the chain devil. From the chain devil, I remember. And he says, Hold on to me, Virgil! And he wraps it around one hand. And then he casts Mage Hand, which can drag this chain <laughs> out the mouth because it can go 30 feet without looking. <laughs> and he commands the, the hand with his lucky coin to drag the devil iron chain, tougher than normal chain, so it'll survive the acid, out the mouth of the worm. So outside, he just only feet. As his, like, spectral hand drags the chain and vanishes. Can the mage hand pull that much weight? It can pull ten pounds. <laughs> that is... It's just a chain. It's part of the chain. It's not pulling. So can he move the chain? It's devil iron. It's if it's a fine chain... Oh, oh, sure, the chain, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, no, just the chain. He is essentially getting a rope to them to the yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. So something people pull on. That makes more sense. Now, now I am understanding. I thought yeah. you were saying it can pull ten pounds and somehow no. it can pull you and Bear John. I'm going. I think your understanding of uh, the weight of a Goliath. No. <laughs> so the off by kind of he, That makes sense. He's so the other end of the chain. The window. <laughs> as Scrimgorn is standing there, a it's a visible hand, right? Yeah, it's kind of a glowing golden hand. The glowing golden hand comes out of the maw of the Neothelid, <laughs> holding a devil iron chain, and then just floating. <laughs> no, it becomes taut. Yeah, as it pulls and. Just what happens, I like that it reaches like 30 feet and then like just vanishes. Like he just sent it to its end. Or it becomes Oh yeah, I like that. It pulls out, becomes taut, and then the hand just disappears and the chain goes limp and clatters onto the With underdark ground. Andrewson uh, takes how much damage? His tentacle turned into a chain. You take damage on, on that. will be at the beginning of its turn, which is oh, yeah. next. So. That, he takes how much damage? 30 something damage? Uh, that will be 35 acid damage. I'm at zero hit points. <gasps> oh. I got you! I like, so he does that and it goes. Oh. And his eyeballs dissolve. <laughs> Drewston has become unconscious and the chain goes limp in his hand but Bearjaw is he there. Describe wrapping it around his arm. I did wrap it around my arm. Uh, okay, <laughs> wrapped around his arm. I got you too, so. Yeah. yeah. And, Either way, uh, even if you went limp. So, 35 damage to you, 35 damage to you as well. Mm. Am I no longer raging? Yeah. Well, yeah, because no attack. I thought damage, I thought you had to take damage. No, no an attack. An attack. It has to be an attack. Wow, mm. okay. Yeah. I thought there was all other conditions. I mean, it you says it ends early if you can't just hold a lighter under your thumb. Yeah. That's true. Um, so mad! Yeah. It says the if you're not that unconscious, so if your turn ends and you haven't attacked a hostile creature since your last turn or taken damage since then. So maybe oh, that's oh, take, take damage. I thought it was take damage. Ah, yeah. Oh, it ah. is take damage. You I thought what? it was I thought it was suffer an attack. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean like I think it's right. I, I, like, I require bear job more than once to keep her rage going. That's right, I forgot about that. Hit me, baby! We have it has it. to be a real All right. Oh. So that's uh, the Neothelid is is incapacitated. He's unconscious. We're just playing for time here. Mock. Uh, I mean, Bearjaw sees the. Ch- excuse me. Baron. I am, am Bearjaw. Baron sees the chain coming out and says, "Cousin, pull that chain." Mock's like, "Attach the bullet to it." Beth, Betsy, it's time to ride. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> she tumbles up there. 
grabbing the chain and giving it the old boulette heave ho. That boulette is specifically is specifically domesticated and trained to be a beast of burden. A a Goliath, even a mighty uh, and giant one uh, such as Bearjaw, any teeny little nerdy dwarf. Uh, don't even don't even move the needle on this bullet and his towing capacity. Uh, I could here. probably I would say he mostly tows devil iron chains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he probably was on the way before Mock got there. He's like, hey, I, that's a chain. I, I got to pull on him. What to do? <laughs> the bullet just grabs it in its uh, in Does its it maw it at Mock's like command <laughs> and uh, uh, and just moves forward effortlessly as. Uh, Bearjaw feels, Tristan does not feel because Tristan no. currently does not feel anything. Uh, Bearjaw present, prevents the dislocation of Tristan's arm. <laughs> I mean, uh, almost like. Like, Tristan is the balloon behind the light bulb that's getting pulled out of, like. Like, he had pulled really hard and Tristan's arm just popped. <laughs> so he, he pulls, uh, he pulls and it's uh, Bearjaw who is like grabbed hold of Drustin oh, okay. and the chain, keeping him steady. The as then she feels just an immediate. Boom! Ooh, fresh air. Sharp yank fresh air. as like, the uh, you're fighting a, a bit against the uh, against the, the muscles the, the muscles of this uh, digestive system yeah. trying to pull you down. But that's not as strong as like it's also slick. So yeah. as some, as a force pulls out the other direction, it's actually not a lot of resistance and it's just slippery and whoosh, they uh, both their <laughs> jaw holding Drustin. <laughs> Uh, uh, just flop out of the Bo- maw and uh, born again. <laughs> the bullet stops pulling. Now, Mock, you jumped on the bullet. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately, as they fall, uh, the bullet uh, stops pulling and then just looks his head up uh, at Mock. And Mock gives it the, uh, the and then his little the tail wags of, uh, of uh, approval and appreciation for job well done. Uh, no, it doesn't wag. It slams the ground yeah, with his tail three times. That's right. That's right. You gotta give it the, the hefty heave. They can't feel it. They don't, they don't know. Bearjaw Bear struggles to to her feet, st- holding Dristan on one shoulder, and she just. She's looking at this like boulette situation. She just looks at Mock and is like, "That was awesome!" Mock's like, "Yeah!" Ah! Yell at each other. Scrimcorn, who's now right- heal this. Scrimcorn, who was right there, just grabs the goodberry from Justin's <laughs> yeah. uh, breast pocket from the goodberry pocket. Uh, now, most of its travel clothes have dissolved away, oh, leaving yeah. oh. the gleaming dwarven <laughs> breastplate with its carved muscles and nipples on it. In fact, Scrimcorn just says. I think it's Goodberry got left in there. <laughs> and he grabs his own and feeds it to Drewston. Uh, oh, no, Nick! Leave me to die! Don't let anything fall! He's like, take, take another! Take, take another! <laughs> Five. Force feeding him. Well, that's the story you can tell your grandkids that are Justin. Yeah! And if you don't, I will! Oh, it burns! It burns! What's the alchemy joke? You did so well! And he goes and pulls the fresh water thing. Just, it's Whoa. mayonnaise! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good! The, the fats and whatnot will yeah. be utilized. Oh, you, you, the acid. It's fresh yeah. milk. <laughs> it's like milk, exactly. It's good. Oh, it's good for you. Strike off a tentacle or two. Let's get out of here. Bearjaw, you. There you go. Uh, uh, I unwind myself. Bearjaw, you suffer first. another ten damage uh, of psychic damage from this tentacle Wait, wrapped psychic? around your arm. Then I take the full thing. Psychic, you're not. Psychic yeah, is the only, the only thing one. I'm not. Only one. I'm the only thing I'm not 
Um, so ten, yeah, ten psychic damage. Just as you, Warren. just as you remember the tentacle go, around oh, your yeah. arm, oh, uh, you ah. feel it just biting it's into you. It's a headache. It's like it's an headache. instant migraine, and I get a little, little bit of blood just trickle down uh, my nose. It's like a jellyfish designed just a to mess bit. you up. Yeah, and just as me, uh, affecting me, just as Bearjaw just drops out. it to the ground, Shatter Spike comes. 12 to 6, boom, yeah. down on the, uh, down on it the tentacle. It the tentacle. And it, no. No, it, just, it just severs it. Yeah. There's a little bit of blood spurting from the, uh, the side of, actually from both sides. A clean cut. And, uh, but then Aurora stumbles backwards and falls down and sort of scurries back. And she says, she says, okay? the thing, it, it hurts to be near it. Oh, let's get out of here. We got a bag or something for that thing? Let's drag it. Servant! Aye! Oh, yeah, have the servant hold it. But, uh, I have a mind to rummage through its nest. We've found ourselves more valuable than you can count at the layers of beasts half this size. How long is it going to be unconscious? Mm, 24 hours? Nature check, someone? I am not good at this. Scrim! Scrim! Did you kill it? Is it dead? I have no idea. Do you remember how much time we have before the beast rouses? Plenty. Okay. Um, Greg, does this ah, tentacle ah, weigh... Ah, plenty. <laughs> does this tentacle weigh more than 10 pounds? The tentacle? Is it a 10-pound yes. tentacle? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then maybe because it's... A, it's, it, it's, it's like a 30-foot tube stick. It's 15 <laughs> feet long, oh. and it's thick. It's 15 feet of meat. So it's actually probably really heavy. Yeah, like it's girthy. It's like a, it's like a tenderloin. So when it wrapped it around, it was like... <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. Probably it, like, wasn't, it wasn't like a rope around your hand. It was more hand. like... Yeah, it was... Yeah. It probably weighs like 50 pounds. Like yeah, let's beef. call it 50 pounds. It's about a 50-pound okay. tentacle. 20 uh, I mean, we could tie. Rope we could throw it in the track. back of the cart. Throw it in the cart, right? Hey. <laughs> you do so. In the throw it in the back of the Perhaps the crystal will God. neutralize some of its effects. Maybe we'll wrap it around the crystal. Lubricate. Hmm. That's a creepy sound. All right, what are you doing with the tentacle? We're gonna put it on the crystal. Jason's not going near. He's scrambled back. He's at one hit point. Uh, oh yeah, <clears throat> you you can need to rest. Mop will tie the bulletto and chain to the tentacle, and we'll drag it over. The devil iron chain. The devil iron chain. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll drag it over on to, to the cart, trying to keep the distance, and he will use reach weapons to hoist it unceremoniously onto the cart, where they where they're hoping <laughs> and praying for some neutralization effects and to avoid contact with it because. The effects of like bear job being as effective as she is, no one's interested in getting close. Mock blue. Uh make a constitution saving throw. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Not bad. Sixteen. Not bad. Sixteen. Alright, you're good. You can feel even at the like, like at, with with like, your with your uh, head shaver, you know, about ten feet of distance, like Getting it up, you can tell. Keeping the distance is helping, but even at that distance, like you can feel the 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 wow. the malicious from uh, like a detached limb. This from, is like biologically very radioactive. Yeah, yeah, very yes, yes, yes. Were you saying that Minato attaches to a hilt? It's really, really long, and like whip it at people. <laughs> I mean, how to weaponize this is a great. Course of thought. All right, so now it is safely on the crystal howitzer thing. It doesn't seem to have any 
you know, effect on physical things. Cool. Okay. That's the Unseen Serpent, however, takes whatever psychic damage yeah. and vanishes. Yeah. Uh, it does not. Ooh. Oh. Because it doesn't have a mind or something? Or? It looks down. It seems to be unaffected by and the... Things how and that's a good theory. Sam. It could use this to get back at Tristan. Tristan <laughs> 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 sees it looking at the tentacle and looking up. Tristan's like, ah, oh, unsummon, unsummon, unsummon. Don't worry about that, everyone. I've been suspecting that for a long time. <laughs> Unseen servant without pay. <laughs> Unseen slave. I served as Shardalon for a long time. I can serve us now. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I can see you, you unseen <laughs> You wanted to go explore Slayer? Yeah, Mark Ma- yeah. did. Mark says, uh, we've got time. Well, uh, be hasty about it. Uh, perhaps, uh, Grim Aurora, stay with the, uh, with the howitzer. I'll come with you. Oh, old cousin there. I'll let old Martin's blessing for oh. me. He's still, like, steaming from the ass. Aye, of course, cousin. Uh, let's do... Just in case oh, there's any other Oh, prayer of healing. Um, let's see. Anybody else take any damage? I took some damage. Took uh, some? I did as well. All right, uh, he says, come come up, and he begins casting prayer of healing. So this is an out-of-combat uh, spell cast. Ten minutes. It takes ten minutes to cast this Tell spell. Tell us about but this not prayer. A ritual. It's not a ritual. Just Tell cast. us about it. This is new. This is uh, cool. It's a... As he sort of gets there, and he sort of has you gather around as he takes a seat, because he's going to stand for ten minutes. Um, <laughs> I do him time. Yeah. I've been and, uh, all day. Begins just doing a sort of a, sort of repetitive dwarven, in-dwarven chant slash prayer to Morden, asking for aid and prayer. I go to prayer to Morden, if you care to read. Sure. King under the mountain, king of kings, from depth of stone we call. Heed our song, feel our hearts. In the name of Moradin, great father, we call. Speed our hammers, guide our axes, as from the duty, dusty plains we call. For ahead is the test, plentiful times are past. In the name of Moradin, great father, we call. And this just over and over again for a good solid ten minutes. <laughs> ten Whoa. minutes of yeah. prayer. Thank you for the quick Google. Pretty uh, nice, uh, nice delivery. Uh, was faster than normal cousin. Uh, but it's not amazing. It's only second level, and I'm not a druid with their broken ass healing spells. So you get ten plus five. You get 15 hit points back right. for a second level spell compared to like 60 for old, uh, yeah. yeah. Is that um, for stop? That's for you and you and you oh, and up to six people. F- 15. Nice. 15. That's perfect. It's better than nothing. We hear it just in. All right. Who is going to find the treasure? The treasure? All right. I'll go. I need with. a little bit of help here. What would a Neothelid's shit pile look like? I don't think it shits. For anything that you could find here is going to be where it shits out the remains or barfs out if it's like an owl. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's the good. remains of whatever it died. Do you think it's more like an owl? I like, I like, like that better. It's so, like a, I like it better. Uh, it's like what's what's the sack thing that sometimes babies are born with on their heads? Amniotic sacs. Yeah, they're the like call? an amniotic sac or calls. okay. Yeah, so it's where it it's where it regurgitates the the undigestible. Basically, once it's consumed, the brain and the pellet, psychic yeah. energy because that's what it eats. By it the like way, turns the brains. flesh into a casing and all the hard metals and stuff are within that casing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it does. It and then it's just got a big pile of that over on the side. So like, like literally, it's bathroom. Linked sausage. It's kind of like um, like shark eggs. Yeah. But you see, like, stretched faces and, like, hair on them. And you will have to it's dig through that uh, <laughs> yeah. to uh, to get it. That is also a bit hazardous Cast and will come with damage. Oh, God, I can't. Fox's like, well, I have been a... Before I was a jewel crafter, I was a miner. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we were all miners. And, uh, we were all miners at one point. Yeah. We, we all were? As a children. Ah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. It doesn't translate into warfare. Baron's feeling <laughs> pretty good, so he's willing to start digging. Baron and Bach yeah. digging Trish through the... the what, what are we calling these things? They're just the, the pellets. regurgitated pellets. Flesh. The neotholid pellets. Yeah. Oh, flesh yeah. pellets. Hmm. Uh, Most of the called cloth flesh. goods no, and other things no, have long that. been de- like destroyed by whatever stomach acid it had, but certain metals, certain minerals... And these have been picked over bones. by the bat creatures, which then like ate the flesh. That's true. Within, it's a symbiotic Oh yeah, that's right. A bunch of them have been eaten. Not like the flesh sack part of it too. They're just... They're Only the good bits. A symbiotic I mean, This thing mostly wanted to eat the brains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's what it does. It consumes... The rest of the meat, like the, the reach meaty buttocks... Didn't, wasn't interested in those. Oh, yeah, the haunches are all there. Like they are haunches. haunches. <laughs> They're uh, like giant Humpty Dumpty. But a flat. What a terrible, what a terrible <laughs> but biologically sensible relationship. Humpty Yeah. I can see the ecology. Uh, someone in chat wants me to say this uh, horrible joke, which is what do you call a psionic halfling outlaw? He's a small, medium, Small, large. medium, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, That's good. I like it. I approve. Uh... <laughs> I also know a lot of one-liners about drow slaves, but none of them ever work. Um, but um, so let's uh, move on to the <laughs> treasure hoard. That is bordering on bad things. That is that was that was that was that was untasteful adjacent at the very least. Um, <laughs> we proceed to the treasure a much more tasteful, a much much more palatable, much more palatable thing is the. I the, the, the from my servant. Yeah, I'll told you a to speak. No joke. <laughs> Unseen servant ship is just amazing. Alright. You shall be neither seen nor heard. (laughs) Unheard servant. Uh, You just click and the volume goes to zero. (laughs) Okay, one second. I am uh, getting a thing here. Can I freshen anyone's drink? I am ready for another. I had to get some water. And a, a, a clear beer and keep before I was ready for that <laughs> Which is that level water. of thickness. Uh, but I am game. Uh, you want to keep using that as your water yeah, glass? I would like that as a continued water glass. I will get you a, a different glass. Yeah. The problem, the problem with the treasure generator, the problem with the random treasure, which is what we're going to use, because mm-hmm. the random oh treasure is always fun when it's just a horde like this. What is this? It's very cozy. 
I think I just threw it over there. I don't know if I, I did that by accident or if he got under he it. He seems happy. Hold on. Uh, anyway, the, the, the only thing I don't like about the treasure hoard things is that it's from the Dungeon Master Guide, which means it doesn't have any of the stuff from the other books. Now, oh, yeah. most of the magic items are from the original materials, yeah. but a smattering of stuff has been added, and yeah. there's no chance. The thing is, the random part of the magic items, stuff from such a big pool anyway, missing out on 20% of them in the random possibilities. Well, we're just going to have to make some new deal. tables. Yeah. yeah, That's true. If we I, do that card thing, we can feed in some magic items. Indeed. Um, so, yeah. I'd like to imagine that some of the stuff there is already stuff we've seen from the Okay, I'm going to... Some of the soldiers from, or the people from a facility. Are you guys ready for random treasure? I'm this ready. is a... I'm ready for best friends. This Our is a treasure hoard. Random friends? That's and the Neothalid, by the way, is a challenge rating 13 Emmy. Well done, guys. How does that, uh... Yeah, that was tight. Now he's not a he's not a, a legendary, so he's you know as a solo uh, thirteen, not not as solo much. As, as and we brought the right tech for the job in this case. Um, and he didn't have like layer effects like uh, some mm -hmm. of the bigger creatures do. But that being said, uh, you still had other guys in there. It is still a challenge eleven to sixteen treasure hoard. Yeah. Uh, and this thing has swallowed up many things, and clearly has been living here for probably. Hundreds of years. He's, he's like, you know, he's like the Frank from The Departed, where like he's like this mob boss wrecking horror, but like beneath the surface, the government's protecting him, right? Like the survival of this beast is ensured by by the Demon Mascari. So like, true. It will lead a long right. and healthy life and march beyond this. So who wants to roll first? A four d six for gold. I'll head up. Thanks, sir. I like the idea too that the uh, currency here is like a smattering of underdark currency. Like, there's not a lot of deep mastery because they don't bring money yeah, paper. On trip. They know where it is. Yeah, exactly. But this it's is like, like drought, worker. Yeah, yeah. Severe from nebula. So gems uh, too. Yeah, I would imagine. Ooh, uh, plus nine, seventeen. Seventeen thousand gold pieces. What? Now, oh, now let's let's be says, clear here. Yes. Let's be you clear here. 17,000 platinum. Hang on. So this is over uh, the course, you know, this is it's going to take quite some time. You got to like rip open these these uh, uh, these flesh cocoons and uh, the ones that are haven't been picked more clean and uh, and get to the metals and the pouches most of which has been like decomposed. Uh, but the metals, you know, Much they last. Much bits towards the bottom of the pile because that's mm. the oldest stuff that's been picked the cleanest, and it's mostly just worthless metal down there. Yeah, so it's like just like sort of filtered to the bottom. So a lot of detritus moving around here. The dwarves have a great feel for the valuable metals in there, and they are not afraid to dig it through refuse, nay, a mountainside for it. They are well suited to this task. All right, and so they are buying some of the coins and throwing away the, that's a good amount of gold. the plug. So I am going to need each of you digging to roll a Constitution saving throw against the various uh, 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 microbial uh, oh, no. uh, <laughs> risks of digging through yeah. such refuse. Uh, this is going to be a DC 13. Well, critical, so 22. Nice, and uh, Baron is also digging through, right? Yeah, I got to come around and roll that. Twenty-six, twenty-seven thousand. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We haven't had a chance to actually spend this. 
There you go. Ooh, not shit, not shit. Uh, constitution, uh, 14? Uh, I said 13, right? 13, yep. Oh, you got it. Meat and beat. Is anybody else digging? A strong stomach with the few weeks it's been to acclimate to the local flora and fauna. Probiotic. Probiotic. Constitutions and love of gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it requires the former to get the latter. Like to imagine there's like a whole intact crystal crystal howitzer. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, an especially a large plug, and they start like taking away. They're like, "Where's the holy shit?" I guess the last group didn't fare as well. <laughs> Excuse me. Hopefully, there's no. Is there an, <coughs> you can imagine a, a bullet in there too. Yeah, that would be sad. Another bullet. <clears throat> so, <laughs> next up, who wants to roll five d six? Well, you're in two. Five d six. Can I borrow a d six? Cool. Wonder if she can roll Siri dice. Roll five d six. Try to make a random number between five and thirty. Well, no. Be Alexa, roll five d six. Alexa, roll five d six. I rolled five dice and got six. Six, six, three and one. Should have had her roll. Oh, wow. no. I, I got two sixes. <laughs> what did I get? I got a uh, sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Sixteen thousand gold. Yes. Sixteen um hundred. That's one thousand six hundred yes. platinum. Yeah. A double their platinum. Holy shit. I like exactly. Well, we had one thousand six hundred eighty-nine. All right, sixteen hundred platinum games. Sixteen thousand platinum. Now Mox sees it, and his eyes just turn to dollar signs. <laughs> but like, there's that, there's like, uh, but there's immediate hesitation. Like, I've seen this much platinum once before, and it wasn't all that I thought it was. Let me take a little money. Now a D one hundred. Oh wait, wait, hang on. So for the platinum, gonna need. More uh, saving throws here. Oh man, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll wait. Oh, you will be Thank you. Uh, help out. Well, how was that? Oh, I thought you were digging through two. So I only need two. Um, oh, okay. for, uh, you can be one of the ones, but but it's not, Mock it's not everyone that's digging does it, otherwise, there'd be no reason to not have only one person doing it. So what I decided in my head is that it's going to require two people to sort of become exposed. I'm okay with <laughs> I mean, Mach is going probably until he physically can't do it anymore. Well, great. Straight one, so maybe right now. <laughs> I like these. like, oh, I'm so good at this. And then like a pile of them. Well, like, in. Oh. I got some in my mouth. Twelve. Uh-oh. Uh, you both died. Both of you. As you're digging through and pulling out this <laughs> platinum, and you know that you have only just begun to uh, to find what valuables may be in here, as you get that platinum, you can feel a uh, a burning sensation in your eyes, uh, uh, an irritation, uh, and then as you look, well, what's one? Of, who comments first? Uh, Baron does because he doesn't like what, he, what does he say? There's some nasty fumes coming from this. And as he looks towards Mock, who also feels the effect of these like nasty fumes. Watering eyes. Oh, no. Like... No, no, no. You see 
uh, bits of drops of blood Ooh. coming down Mock's face from his eyes, and his eyes are swollen red. Uh, a bit of stinging around my eyes, cousin. That doesn't look good. There's blood dripping from your eyes. What did he say? I can barely see you. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, because of you barely being able to see him, you have a minus one penalty to attack rolls and ability checks that rely on sight. You know have a disease. Oh, oh no. Well. So until, at the current time, is yeah. until you learn how to deal with this disease, mm-hmm. or you do not know anything about it yet, but what diseases, I... by default, they don't go away on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This well, is not, take a rest. Maybe tomorrow. Diseases typically get worse <laughs> over the course of days. Yeah. So, you can keep digging. It will advance the disease if you continue to fail. Although, the constitution save for this does not rely on sight, and so we'll not get the penalty. Hmm. Oh, it doesn't... Uh, look, can I get a yes now? Uh, you just... Oh, oh, you just want... That's a no. Mox does not keep digging. Uh, you are like, certain there is more to find. Mox is like... Well, someone's got to do the job, but perhaps it's time for me to sit on the sidelines and treat my wounds. Blood in my eyes, you say? <laughs> and he goes and, like, dabs at it with a hanky, and he's like, oh, heavens. You know, fix that mayonnaise. He says, perhaps you're right. Better job, come lend a hand. This work requires a hearty stomach and eyes. And <laughs> You got the disease too? Yeah. Oh, by one. Oh, yeah. gosh. I don't know. You but Baron is continuing without even a yes no diamond. Oh, there's probably some nice diamonds in here somewhere. Um, am I still rolling the deep hundreds? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yes. So you hadn't done it yet, right? I had not. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll the D100 for the next group of items that you have found. 35? 35. Uh, we're going to need 2d4. Uh, you, you do the same thing. It's yeah. part of the same okay. thing. Okay, 2d4. It's the number of items. And let's see. 2d3. Three. So it is three um, art objects. Let's uh, figure out what would the art objects be that would survive this thing. So it's got to be... Marble dildo. Kind of, either stone or metal or something. I like the idea that the three of them are all from one set. All from one uh, Three jade drow sculptures. Because they worship jade. Mm. Yeah. Why? Of three also, what color jade? Beautiful drow colors. women. Oh, there are oh, random art objects. Oh, probably men. Drow men, beautiful drow men. Yeah, beautiful drow male male drow statues. That's what they are. Beautiful male drow statues. Fairchild's like, this is trash. I will throw it away. They are are each worth 250. Oh look, some garbage. (laughs) And finally, oh wait, roll your Constitution saving throw for disease. Come on. Oh, was I helping? Yeah, you were. Yeah, well, uh, he invited yeah. you, and I assumed you said yes. Yeah, sure. That's uh, an eight. That's a 12. So, as <laughs> Bear as Mock taps out to go take care of himself, Baron continues the digging through this uh, uh, this this bathroom pile uh, from the Neophilid. Bearjaw diving in to help. Find uh, uh, you Literally find these three dive in. these three jade uh, uh, male 
drow sculptures that are definitely well-crafted, worth some solid coin. Uh, but then Bearjaw feels the stinging in her eyes, she heard, and Baron, you feel it getting a little bit worse. You are not a minus two on those same things. So I have a minus minus one. one. I should probably check down what those were. What was the the things? It is minus one to attack rolls and ability checks that rely on sight. Okay. Um, and, uh, we'll call it sight rot. The Jade Starship! Sight rot? Sight rot. I don't know where I would write that. You are certain there is more to find in this pile. You're gonna say that no matter what. You're gonna say well, that until the end of time. Close it. As yeah. long as he's got, you, you get back in there, then. Close it. Could you heal all of us tomorrow? Let me check. How bad can we get before? Scrimcorn, get in there. Uh, Baron takes <laughs> a step back. Yes. <laughs> he's got oh, no diseases. He has. Three Stooges syndrome. If you see a god spark in there, I'll dive in. Uh, I, uh, I'll I think, think I saw one. one. Deception check. Uh, How many people can you tomorrow? Let's see. I can do remove curse. <laughs> I don't know if it's a curse though. You're looking for lesser restoration. Oh, lesser restoration. Yeah, I can lesser, lesser restoration. restoration. Which level two? Level second spell. Lesser. So if I got the full. Uh, I can do like uh, if I blow my whole wad on it. So oh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That'd like, be like every second level plus spell slot I've got. Drusen will hold his breath and get in there. That's what I'm talking about. Go in there, Drusen. Drusen, you thought was the worst of our past. <laughs> who who are you relieving? Really Just try not to uh, think. Baron, Baron backs out. To Close spot. it. Get back here. A whole pop. I think I've caught something nasty. Drusen dives in. Bearjaw staying. I'll go. I'll go again. Another D one hundred. Plus another. Someone right, else go. Oh, so uh, dark is the tens. Uh, the clear Where is the ones. Forty-eight. Oh, plus. Yeah. Should. Call it wrong. <laughs> Forty-eight. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> you die. You get to roll. <laughs> You're dead. Oh, one d six to determine how many times you get to roll on the table. Whoa! Uh, give my portent of three. 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 Uh, I should have given my portent of seventeen. All right. Amazing. Now it's three d one hundreds. First one. Same. Sa- same order. Same order. <clears throat> Seventy four. Uh, that Someone is. Write it down. <laughs> You find what has survived is a, uh, a very small uh, vial, but something that would survive all of this, like uh, lead. It's a lead ceramic metal pipe, uh, whatever, a test tube or something. But it's yeah. like carved. It's carved with. Yeah, it's a. It, what it is? It's a. It's it's a potion. It would be used to store a potion, except it's it's elegantly yeah, carved metal. Yeah, it's like a flask. Uh, and inside is a like clear a red liquid with tiny bubbles of light. Uh, we've gotten this before, haven't we? Uh, no, I don't think you have. I'm not sure. You might have. And with a quick taste, you can tell what it does, right? That's how all these things work. The, the thing of restoration? No, this okay. is an elixir of health. When you drink this yeah. potion, it cures any disease. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have one of those what? in my bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, then we uh, all know what to do, right? Yeah, I have an elixir of health. Send one person in until the end oh, of time. Oh, and now you have then... two elixirs of health. Roll yeah, again. cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Just tag the second one. Right sure. How about 52? 52. Oh, I got two. 52. 
is uh, uh, another potion from the same uh, uh, the same potion remains. Uh-huh. Uh, um, you see, there were there were several of them, this except most this. of them have been cracked open. The metal is like, it, or or the or the cap came undone. And so you kind of look into each one, and this you second one is the artist Ruf Neblin. This one, other one, has got different carvings around the outside, a language you don't recognize uh, uh, at glance, but it's definitely probably has an indicator mm. of what's in it on the outside, but these runes are unfamiliar to you. Um, it's a skull with crossbones. And you don't know this one is a transparent liquid uh, that has a sliver of a fingernail, a large yeah. fingernail, uh, like two inches long. Giant strength. We've got one. It is a potion of stone giant strength. Stone giant strength. Ooh. Stony fingernail. When you drink yeah. a potion, your it's strength like the, score uh, changes. Pharaoh's like, yes, we drink that regularly in in our uh, our tribe. Your your strength score changes to twenty three for one hour. Ooh, wow. Ooh. The okay. I like that we have two giant fingernails now. We we need to like keep going. We'll get that's so weird. All right, eventually. one more. Last one. Mm. Eighty nine. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, that's delicious. Again, again. Elixir, bring back good. dead life. Vanilla. <laughs> you get one dead wife, and then you. You have to. The corpse. <laughs> Any corpse of a dead wife. Whole conversation. Um, painting Okay, so it can't be a cloth bag. It's no. a bag. So instead of a bag, something that would survive. Some, some oh. bags are acid resistant. It is an enchanted. A leather bag. I'm also writing that. Uh, it's got drow. Uh, it's got drow <laughs> arcane <laughs> runes. Drow bag. And this is the other dark they're, they're Got drow arcane runes, and uh, the way you can tell when you open up the bag that when it's cinched, it's like guys. Come on. Uh, when the bag is cinched, uh, uh, it's like completely, you know, like airtight, watertight. Water it's just like it completely preserves yeah. whatever is inside of there. Seamless, seamless, bag. seamless. Oil is very familiar with yeah. this, uh, this, this, this trinket. The drow zip tie. What's it? What's it called? Uh, inside it are three D four. Three D4s. I'm just happy about the amount of rolling that's going on here. Is there, is, there, is there more rolling for Sam? I got a D4 I can throw. This is probably the last roll. Then three D4, uh, Sam will roll. You got your own. That's uh, six. There are six beans in this bag of beans. Beans, yeah. You got beans? Magic beans. You got some magic they beans. They are definitely magic beans. There are six of them. It is much too large of a bag. Hey, let me beans. eat one of those beans. Scrim immediately pick. Hey, I'll, I'll hold on to those beans. I'll, I'll dare you to eat I, a bean. I, I'll make sure we can cultivate them towards the standards and report back. Let me have those beans. I'd like no, those beans. I also want the beans. Can what? I, can I said first, man. There's enough for all of us to right have one. Right at first. Speaking, I'll take those beans. We can fight over it if you want. Do you want to know what one of the random effects from playing Bladder games can be? Bladder balls. Hungry bullet burrows up and attacks. <laughs> 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 the first time I've seen a bullet referenced in any text we've ever read, because oh, the, oh, the, the bullet's only existence is in that miniature that we have. <laughs> I, I mean, both miniatures. Would I have to roll <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> save? Uh, oh, so yeah, this is for the final digging through of these uh, magic items. Uh, you need it, it was a DC thirteen constitution. Oh, good. Okay, I got fifteen. I got seventeen. You got seventeen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's why. That he is does. correct. Good call. Good call. He pulls out a. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Bandana. No, uh, this morning when he was looking over his notes and kind of his fugue state, 
uh, he had uh, randomly compiled just a snippet of a journal he had cut out once and pasted in about diseases of the Underdark. And he'd uh, fished out an unguent that he could drop into his eyes and had done so before going in. But didn't get to any of his cousins. To avoid the sight rot. Yep. I did not get conjunctivitis. Well, then. maybe you offered Magus like, I don't need your silly potions to yeah. A dwarf, a dwarf is able to withstand anything that goes on here beneath the the the, the, the surface of the world. Do, but I feel at home here. Do dwarfs save versus um, diseases as well as poisons, or is it just, just poisons? poisons. Ah. Strong guts, not a strong immune system. Yeah. <laughs> Your immune system is. We drink a lot of beer. Pretty we good. We get the cold just like anybody else. <laughs> you you, you <laughs> want to get into the bloodstream because that's where. Let's get out of here before that creature causes us more trouble. You see that Mock has taken a bandage and wrapped it over his eyes and cut some eye holes <laughs> to stop the eye bleeding. <laughs> And it's kind of slowly, just kind of like blooding around his around yeah. his face. Yeah, Baron Bear John, like silly Ninja Turtle costume or something. Well, um, mm. uh, Bear John goes over to Scrimmore is like, "Do you have some like moss or something that can help clot the blood so he is not doing this to himself?" Do I? <laughs> and uh, he he puts together a little uh, uh, he puts together a little uh, like bit of. Moss uh, wrapped oh. with a sort of a, um, a, a it's like a spider or... weave, uh, like a spider weave cloth kind of that oh, he delicately nice. like puts That's together. It's very good. We will not tell him where you got this. Bird uh, <laughs> goes over and says, "Here, this will make the blood not so he, frequent." He takes like kind of two like plugs of it and just stuffs it inside the bandana. That's good. That is, cinches it that up. That is much more. He has like some, some texture here. That's good. That is an improvement. Like. Thanks, Berja. I don't know where you get all this stuff, but it feels better already. Berja just looks over. Crimcorn says, <coughs> "Whatever." Those <laughs> uh, absorb eye juice. Oh. Absorb. They feed on the eye juice. I'm not here for recognition. Uh, that seems to be all there is to find in the uh, uh, as, as we crack in the, the neocolid pellet pile. pellet. Let us make camp uh, a good mile away from here, so when the Neothalid awakens, it kind of sense us. Oh, I'd say more than a mile. <laughs> uh, we want to be careful, though, not to run into anything else, especially in your conditions. We'll see. We'll see where the if the original campsite is uh, available. That was a day a day out from uh, what's the uh, name of the city again? Uh-huh. Uh, Back on City. You, right. you slept three yeah, nights I'll, to get yeah, here, yeah. and that was because you chose to sleep an extra night to yeah, go in that, well in rested into the. Um, I, let's get back to that. Oh, where are we right Okay, hold on. And so she, that one's close by. Berja gets out of one of her like tiny dagger like things that she just has laying around in her pack, and she's like carving into the ground in dwarven. Berja was here, W's. but like really big, yeah. just like really. But big. also with like the idea that like no one's ever thought of this before. Like, no wow, one's this ever thought of idea. I, <laughs> no one will know who I am. I'm so, gonna say I write my name down. That's cool. Okay. And before they leave, Jason casts Grease one more time under the, the New York <laughs> Just to fuck him up. And this bit. time, it's difficult to rain. Yeah. This time, it's serious. <laughs> Jason's like, well, oh, well oh, from the I forgot about, I forgot about that last little twitch yeah. that makes it hard to walk on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got the flip at the end. It's very important. Love you, 
That's right. You don't want it to just be slippery. You also want it to be sticky. Yeah, yeah. Slippery and, and sticky. It's almost a label. It's very important. Scratch him the spit valve on the heel. I mean, it's been months since he's cast grease. Yeah. And that well, heel horn was a little bit moist. This terrible place. All right. With uh, howitzer in tow. Back into the Underdark. Which is relatively safer than attacking oh, a Neothlid oh, in its oh, own oh. house. Relative. As they head out. Yes. Rusin sidles up next to Muck. You on the boulet? Absolutely. Uh, she has a boulet, boulet. So you say, Colson, uh, can I hop up with you? Oi, plenty of room up here. <coughs> Just give her a little knock on the head so she knows you're coming up. <coughs> he scrambles up. <clears throat> he says, Colson, uh, how much is it you owe for your old business and the fines? Did some number, some number on his uh, math on his fingers, factors in, you know, some gem rolling that <laughs> hasn't done, and uh, gives you a figure that's probably still far off. I don't even think he's halfway there. I'm oh. close. But it wasn't there. Fifty thousand. Says, ah, well, the figure stood at fifty thousand. It still does. On uh, <clears throat> that's counting on no sort of trickery about it, about uh, interest. But I never, I didn't stay around long enough to know if that was a, a sum simply to put me out of business. And it could have been a hundred or two, or if it was a number done in seriousness that I could actually pay. The, uh, the exorbitant nature of it always gave me a bit of an inkling that it was a number that was more the former than the latter. But if I'm, if I'm true to pay it off as, the, as it was told to me... 50,000 gold, not Jason a piece less. Takes out his little pocket journal where he keeps track of the wealth of the group, and it's just like scratched out, written in, scratched out, written in, scratched out, written in. Numbers that say, like, amount spent on incense, and he quickly turns the yeah. page onto yeah. my doesn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> he says, oh, with all our uh, copper, silver, golden platinum added up as a group. And he kind of looks around quietly make sure only Mach hears this. We have over 60,000 gold, cousin. He says, oh, he says, uh, that's an enormous sum, but I'm only entitled to a, a seventh of it. I mean, depending on how much we're offering Aurora, I haven't ever discussed specific terms there. Uh, <laughs> She's being paid in experience. I'm just happy to be along for the exposure. She says, like, well, that definitely is helpful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 10,000 gold we're talking about for my own share, then, if we're, if we're, if we're talking about even numbers, which, again, barely a fifth of the, of the price tag. Well, I'll give you my share, cousin. Um, I think you, there'd be others who would. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, but with the generosity of my own kin get me a little over halfway there. And I wouldn't, I'd be hesitant to ask you for that, unless there was a clear way to pay you off. I'm not one to make, to, to gather debts at this point that, uh, that I'm not ready to pay. And, uh, incurring 30,000 uh, gold, 40,000 gold in debt, a uh, uh, clear plan. I, I know the business would be successful, but it would be many years, and... Uh, you, you've given me food for thought, though, at the least. No, it says, Cousin, you got me to Deepamaskar. When we get back to Darkhold, will be answers that I've been seeking for 15 years. More now. It says, you have... I owe you more than anything I could pay. Uh, 
When you need it, my share of the money is yours. Appreciate that, Justin. It it means a great deal. And uh, maybe amongst all that blood he's weeping is a actual tear. Maybe fifty percent or less blood. Cool. Uh, See. Exactly. Thank you. Baron is plodding along in the path, for the back of the cart is occupied by a horrible psychic tentacle. Oh, yeah. <coughs> How close yeah. are you pulling this thing behind you? Uh, I mean, there is always... How, how are you pulling the howitzer? Yeah, it, it, is, it is the boulette. On the boulette? There's the boulette that is pulling the howitzer, and Mock is riding the boulette. And, man, I mean, they, they do what they can to try to, well... What what let's, is what is it let, that they can't? Let's What's the aura they, of they, the tentacle? They use the chain, they yeah, use the, the, the devil iron chain to get some distance, but they need a certain amount of control over this thing. This is not like some sort of sidewalk they're driving in. There's hills, valleys, and like you, you, the thing falls over, it could damage it. Like this is important equipment too. So like maybe like I mean again, there's engineers and craftsmen here. They have a couple lengths of devil iron chain. Mock has a length of an iron chain as well that he took from the same devil. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, like they're gonna want to like double lace it, and like it's, I would say they get maybe a square or two, maybe. Well, use. I'm not understanding what you're doing. So we're basically we're lashing the lashing the howitzer to the boulette rather than just like this. Well, the boulette had the secure. Oh, you mean like lengthening the lengthening that with double iron chain? So yeah, we're gonna say this is the setup. And mock is on that. Describe it verbally, not using square terms, but sure. you know, what did it look like? So yeah, it's it's basically kind of like a pretty like uh, a, a, a weaving of devil iron chains that are creating kind of like a trying what, what I would even compare it to. It's kind of like a plow almost. Like a plow is loose lines that are kind of connecting to from the ox, the beast of burden, to the plow, so you have some ways to maneuver it, and so, but you lose a lot of kind of like a security and, and, and control. So they've kind of like created that. It doesn't. It's not just by like rigid. Yeah, it's not. It's not rigid, right? Where you like a, a, a cart would maybe kind of connect to it more directly. I mean, while we're in problem-solving like mode, yeah. we could. I mean, if you're yeah, please, we could use please. the paints to rather than losing our control of the wagon. We could use the paints just rig up a sledge. Just, you know, paint something. We could tow behind the wagon. What, what do you, I mean, yeah. Does that seem reasonable? I don't know. Go for it. Yeah, what, what do you do? So this is Mock is like fashioning up this yeah. thing and Baron yeah. comes over and says, let's play it out. No, we have to go downhill. That thing's going to ram into the back end of the belay. We need yes, to... That's my concern. He says, uh, this, we, we want to make it long, but we can't, can't compromise too much. No, no, we keep the secure on the belay, but we get something, we can paint a, a sledge or something we can drag oh, with the chain behind paint. the wagon. Aye, aye. This, if we lose, well... Someone ought to watch the thing so it doesn't slide off, but we'll secure it with the chains. Oh, we can make a little box or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're thinking much better, much better. Who gets to work with the paints? Uh, Justin, you're our best hand at this. He is. I, uh, and he was listening to you guys, made some sketches that Kaylin shows you. And then he says, oh, like this. And then uh, he takes out the paints and... Whips it up. The pigments, and yeah, now you've got this, uh, it's a little ramshackle because the paints never produce anything, like, terribly, you know... Robust. Robust, but it's, uh, it's good enough. And Nothing that could, say, fall three stories in the, to the air and survive <laughs> to the ground. Still so well, it depends bad. on the density of the stone. <laughs> he does attach the little coyote feet to it. Absolutely. <laughs> in remembrance. 
All right, and yeah, sure enough, you've uh, you've fashioned a sort of sled of Toboggan, sorts yeah. that is that is being pulled far behind. Call it thirty feet or so. You test it like a rowboat being effect. pulled behind a ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's being just pulled and dragged along the ground, but it's the the the. But the tentacle is off the ground. The tentacle is on the sled, and that's attached to the cart with the like, crystal howitzer, yeah. and the bullet like is so. pulling that, yeah, reattached to its original um, original fashion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice like So. Because <laughs> we're not picking. Progress is only just a little bit slower with the sled. You know, like you said, it catches a little bit more. Someone's got to be, like, watching it. And... Someone, sometimes people got to, like, run back and, like, fix it up a little bit. But because you've got it on the sled and you can use, like, head shaver to, like, push yeah. it from a distance, you can, you're able to get and, like, fix any minor problems without suffering any damage uh, from this thing. But, I mean, you can tell, even when you're over there, just, like, getting it sort of righted again and then walk away, like, any longer exposure and that would hurt. Cool. It takes the eye bleeding. I You're headed towards the campsite. Uh, I wanted to do uh, Kevin's idea of, uh, of having everyone fill in a little bit of detail about the Underdark. Uh, I was a little dissatisfied on the trip to the Neophilid. Um, partially we were running out of time that session. I kind of wanted to like get to the reveal of the guy. Um, so didn't focus a lot on like what the Underdark is like, like what are its dangers and such. You're a large, competent group. The regular critters, the opportunistic hunters of the Underdark, they're basically not going to attack you. Like a group of seven people pulling this big cart, it's like, you know... We don't look like food. You don't look like food. So for the most part, it's going to be things you're seeing at a distance, uh, kind of like we described. But let's um, have everyone bring a little bit uh, into it and uh, go around the table with uh, filling in a little bit of detail. Who wants to go first? Who's ready? I mean, the oppressive, all-consuming darkness cannot be understated. Even though we're dwarves, even though we're used to traveling underground, dwarven cities are lit. Even drow cities are lit. We like light. It's nice being able to see things. The mascars, the mascars, well, very well. They lit. can see in the dark. Even creatures that have dark vision like to be able to see things. So essentially, this is us traveling through the darkness for days at night. Yes, we can see short distances even in the pitch black darkness, but it is only a short distance. So effectively, this is like traveling through the dark with a flashlight at night for days. On. But that, even that, that, that oppressive darkness, the pervasive darkness, has its interruptions. And the Underdark is known for all sorts of uh, flora that is you know, bioluminescent. And you kind of will turn a corner all of a sudden and see strange, beautiful things like fields of mushrooms or kind of like illuminated lichen or creatures that have have kind of like like light effects I'm seeing like I'm thinking like a picture kind of like a little slice of like something out of Avatar at night or something right the movie and like you'll turn and all of a sudden there'll be like this spectacular just beautiful unearthly kind of little like natural thing that you had glittering and you, you wonder kind of like if everything around you is kind of looking like this except there's just no light but you'll you'll have kind of some of these instances and I imagine Scrim would take some samples and, you know, Drustin or, you know, possibly there'd be some, 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 some sketches of some of these amazing kind of vistas, but uh, the, the quiet that exists in this place, because 
even in the outside, even in a dangerous place like kind of like a wood or a jungle uh, on the surface, there's so much that can be done to kind of like to kind of uh, diffuse sound. But in the Underdark, which is almost all stone, things echo for miles. And so, you know, even looking upon kind of beautiful vistas, there's this pervasive kind of quiet there. And every kind of step of plate boot on stone kind of interrupts that as we move deeper into this, uh, or kind of through the, the caverns. Um, another site of, along the path, uh, you know, we're walking and come across uh, like a puddle. And, you know, l- l- like color vision's not super great in the dark, so it's not instantly clear, but you get a little, a little closer to it, it's like, yeah, this is, I mean, any any of us could easily tell, like, this is blood. You know, like, pretty fresh blood, too, as far as, like, what kind it is. Yeah. Not necessarily mm-hmm. gonna know. And then we all, you know, look up, and there's, like, this hole in the ceiling with, like, that papery sort of spider webbing. Mm. And you just know something got dragged up into that hole and consumed and consumed wasn't it was a, a bad day for something it wasn't us but something something got got circle of life <laughs> I'll go last um, so yeah there are these huge caverns that we we travel through that are like almost like large waste underground wastelands or deserts but there are times when our path narrows into these these corridors that kind of barely just fit the, the, the carriage the carriage was built with this in mind too mm-hmm. it's like the narrowest choke point the narrowest choke points and uh, sometimes you know so it get the air gets a little you know stuffy a little thick it's kind of hard to breathe sometimes Hot. but Ooh. yeah but we finally make it out and they open out into these 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 caverns that are just as big as the ones that we had passed through but we're at a different position in the cavern we're on we're on this cliffside road, you know, like on one side it's just cliff wall and we can almost see the, the ceiling right above us, but then on the right side it's just a huge drop off into like even more darkness so we kind of have to travel a little bit slower to go along this path, make sure you know, we don't lose control of the sled and it gets, it goes over the over the, over yeah. the cliff side. Don't want our tentacle to flop into the darkness. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that'd be so sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've we've gone this way before, so we know we know all the dangers. And, uh, we're prepared. Kind of this constant updraft from that chasm, strangely warm updraft into moisture to it, and then as we reach the end of this cliffside path, we start to hear crackling thunder, and we look up, and strange bioluminescent clouds have gathered far up above us as we enter some enormous unimaginable cavern uh, almost looking like uh, cotton candy just lightning crackling within multicolor lightning then starts to rain instead of raining water to raining glowing jellyfish that just fall <laughs> all over as we have to crawl under our clothes of like getting minor little shocks uh, as for like a half hour, just these bioluminescent jellyfishes fall, our feet just <laughs> splashing through them. We just hear wet, ah. wet slapping noises. Yeah. For a circle of life. <laughs> right? 
think this is all just natural, right? Guys? What's everyone's uh, dark vision uh, distance? 60. 60. 60. I guess it's whatever one. a dwarf's has. 120. Yours is 120. Okay. With my 2x. I don't even know where I find that information. And with the spyglass. <laughs> uh, yours is gonna... Oh, yeah, so I think... There it is. On account of my dwarfy belt. <clears throat> Otherwise, I'd be blind as a right. in here. I'll just say whenever Oilwind uses the spike mask, and he knows that Mox wants it back, he always turns so that his back is perfectly to Mox. Yeah, I'm just like, (laughs) cinch up my eye bandage. (laughs) Everyone, (laughs) roll. And I'm going to swing 128 as well. You're close to the camp. You've been traveling for, uh, well, only like... Only a few hours. No, no, no. no. This the is camp. The first leg. Uh, if you remember, this camp is actually relatively close. It's a couple miles away. Not more. It can't be a couple miles. Careful. It's got to be several miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at least an hour or two travel. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a few hours of travel. It's relatively close to the camp. You guys could have come to the Neothalid the same day you got to that camp. You decided to yeah. sleep, da-da-da. So you're going to get there like midday. Um, and you're you're pretty close. You know, it's probably only another 20-minute walk, uh, walk away. And one of these... Uh, one of these areas where the uh, where it how do you describe it? I like the way you described it. It sort of uh, narrows the pathway narrows into like a bit of a uh, did you say a hallway? Corridor. A corridor. That's the word I couldn't think of. To a, a fairly Dark narrow alley. corridor section that you remember because it's kind of a noticeable uh, corridor. Also, those are always like a bit more dangerous, right? It's where someone could drop rocks and split you up. It's like you know, it's just a naturally more dangerous natural train to uh, uh, to cross when you're with the group. Mox thinks about this all the time. Like yeah. it's like wartime, yeah. wartime uh, uh, tactics. Like think about where your enemies could do. So everyone, uh, roll a perception check because my assumption is that during this travel, everyone's on high. I think alert. if we're blinded, that's uh, that's an ability check. You yeah. are not blinded. Or no, but the 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 the, the sight vision damage uh, thing. Yes, that yes. would be a perception check. Would be an ability check. So I have a minus two on this. Yeah, minus one for anyone that uh, for for mock and uh, bear John. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Eleven. And remember to just give me your passive if it's higher than your wall. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah, Nineteen. Oh. Yeah, uh, passive. Nineteen. On the lower. Twenty. Oh. Um. Fourteen. You got a nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Life goes on as usual, nothing interesting. (laughs) Baron notices in this area where the, uh, uh, where the, where it kind of narrows into a corridor. Baron notices some, uh, along the ground where the, the dirt has been more recently disturbed. And that's normal. Lots of critters are moving uh, uh, to and fro, but it's just, it's a bit of an odd pattern because he notices it on the right and he notices it on the left of this uh, narrowing corridor in kind of areas where it looks like some walking around in the same area has happened and, and, but there's nobody there. It catches your eye because it seems beyond just the natural movement patterns. At the same time, um, at the same time, oil vein, because you can see so far, Sees high up, about uh, uh, about ninety feet up, 
Oh, this is the area where the the ceiling yeah. of this part of the underdark is oh, very I was high. I was I was imagining it was like the worst case scenario. It's like there was a crevice, but it's a high valley. Yeah, it's like a crack that, that goes is, up. That's what he that just described. Yeah. Oh, yes. I missed that's that. That's what I'm part. saying. Ninety feet up <laughs> yeah. in this area. Ninety feet up, you so see to say some rocks multiple figures hunched against the wall, holding on to the walls, looking down at you. They are blending in. In fact, uh, Oilvane recognizes these creatures uh, immediately. He recognizes them as Quagaths. Gesundheit. Quagaths. That's a slur. Quagaths look like this. Oh, I don't like that. They are humanoid. um, They are humanoid creatures with a large hunch on their uh, hunch on their back. They wear no clothing. They sort of have a a, um, how would you describe these guys? They have an almost vaguely cat cat or even fish-like head with sharp uh, uh, with ears that uh, rise up to sharp points, and they generally walk on all fours, uh, not unlike a gorilla. Um, it's like shit water type stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, Quaggoths are... Uh, Quaggoths are a common servant of the drow, uh, which is why Oilvane is, is very familiar with them. Wealthy drow houses have legions of Quaggoths at their command. Um, That's awful. Uh, the drow will even uh, uh, cultivate the Quaggoths' hatred of the elves and lead them on surface raids against known elven enclaves. They are, they are, uh, but they're they're beasts by all accounts. Not terribly intelligent, but also not 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 beasts. They are a sentient species, but they're um, but they're much less intelligent than the more common sentient species, which is why they are like suffering the fates of being servants of the mortality. Okay. Um, jump flipper, jump. And he just sees them up there. A little bit curious um, uh, that they're there. And Drewston... Do you point it out? Or do you just go? Yeah, he's been kind of doing the typical... Uh, on the way here, like him and Scrimcorn are doing kind of like these... Like, Signals like you know tapping and just like and then it's, he kind of pushes uh, he taps his scrim card, does a little bit of an up, like a upward tug on his shirt and then and uh, grabs his hand puts it to his eyes and then tells him uh, pushes scrim card towards the rest of the group to like tell them to tell everybody else. Baron notices the the basically oddly blank pattern in the road. Yes. Uh, Is that the, how you described it? I, I couldn't quite make no, out what I was seeing. On, on the sides. Mm. Uh, so you've got the you've got the corridor ahead of you. You've like not gone through it yet. You've not entered okay. the corridor area. But before you've entered the corridor, where the wall you yeah. know is more With wide, the rider, yeah. there are there are like repeat tracks moving through this area, and especially like on the left and right, a little like, organized, a little more like organized group of tracks. Um, but nothing's, no one's around. You'd They're... have to go over and investigate more. To okay, more than I saw tracks. I thought it was more like the absence, suspiciously absence of tracks in the road. No, I was thinking like a pit trap or something. No, yeah. I'm getting to that. Drewston, um, oh, there's more. Drewston spots ahead. <laughs> The, the signs uh, uh, that uh, the signs of tracks covered up uh, definitely through this corridor area and exiting the other side of the corridor. This corridor is only about this corridor is only like 20, 30 feet. We can book it. It's just a real narrowing and then coming back out. That's why it's so. That's why it's so memorable. It's just this yeah. kind of like odd 
like little Hourglass. almost doorway now that you have to yeah, go through. Like by the blade, by and the uh, you can see that you can see that they did a passable job, but Tristan's sharp eyes. It's been through ruins before. Uh, he sees the, he sees the signs that uh, someone has used a um, someone has used like a a, a, a big um, probably a, a large sort of piece of a boulder, you know, like a big sort of broken off chunk of rock to try to kind of like naturally smooth the ground. And it's pretty decent, but clearly something's been covered up here. Is that, is that? Tells Ma, somebody's covered trucks by then. I am mocking immediately, like, cause we're, we're how, how far are we from this place? Uh, from, from the pinch. Are we standing right there? Uh, how far are you from the pinch? Um, well, let's get everything off this board. Um, have we taken a short rest since the fight? Yes or no? Short rest, sure. yes. Short rest, yes, okay. Long rest to do. So here we go. Bullet. And then I'll get you something with the sled. No, all off. Everything off, please. Off, off, off. Yep, yep, yep. Every, uh, you get some help over there? Yep. yep. So people who are low, you can spend your hit die to get or some I can just yeah, back. Flip it on you. Looking at here. Here you go. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, look at that, huh? You want to go sideways? You got enough space? Okay, you're good. Uh, I kind of like it this time. Yep. Oh, God. Uh... There you go. There's the corridor. Obviously, this map has made it like it's a pit, but it's not. Those are just those are the walls that will. Now, which side up. are we coming from? The ceiling is about a hundred feet up. You're coming okay. from here. Okay. <laughs> These train features are what they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's just use the bullet. Mostly. Um, it, it's a little hard to tell because it's dark. You know, each of these little crags that go these different directions, they they probably go further. Okay. You know, these little bits here and here and here and here. Yeah. Like this is. This is where, this is where your sort of sight ends. But yeah. there's twisty, mazy. It looks like there's a reasonable little path here leading off. This looks like very rough and like blah, 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 like going off that direction. Yeah. Um, you came from here. Yeah. Okay. So the, the 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 path is upon them. Like it took oil veins long range vision, but up. <laughs> right. Like certainly not quite that close yet. Like you see the quaggas up here. Okay. Uh, and Mach just gives a gesture that we all know is halt. And uh, he says, uh, he says, let me uh, check the, uh, the sledge back there to make sure everything's intact. Um, and then kind yeah, of... Let's get all the minis on the board, please. I don't know where mine went. There, you guys can uh, choose where you'd like to be. You just want to be just Barry, you can choose where you'd like to be. Yeah, I'm right next to Mach. Yeah, you can decide how you sort of front. travel through here. Baron is on foot, not that close to the wagon. Uh, I don't know where Baron's mini is. Uh, right here. Oh, there he goes. Who do we want to use for scrim? Not You'd that right close to the to wagon. Yeah. yeah. Because the it's wagon is porn. emanating nasty yeah. psychic nastiness. Uh, from the back, but yeah. Um, cool. Uh, fresh anyone else to drink? No, thank you. Uh, yes, please. Here, I'll bring it over. Could you give me some water while you're there? And he turns around in the saddle to kind please. of I'll pretend ask. to kind of like fuss with the uh, sure. with the wagon. Um, and he says, uh, uh, he basically just kind of whispers to to Drusten. He says, uh, or he whispers to to Oilman because you're the one who said there's something ahead. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, Scrimcorn kind of go around, and they also... I think we can presume that all, yeah. all three people that spotted something have communicated that to the group. Right. And he says, uh... Lots of tracks here. He says... Heavy movement. Mock should know, because he definitely asked back when they were leading, are there other ways to go if anything becomes impassable? Is there one way there and back? Can they literally just turn around and go some other direction? Um... Certainly, the map it doesn't have a you know it's not it's not an atlas, so it yeah. doesn't have like a lot of detail in other ways. This is sort of the main path. This is the only reasonable path to get to that nice little alcove camp site. That's right. Any other path would require a lot of backtracking. However, to beeline to Deep Mascar, there are other reasonable ways that you could go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it would come at a bit of a higher risk because you'd be off the beaten path of your maps. Absolutely. So Ma- Makan is a quick mental math, and he just says, like, whispers of Olvain as he's uh, still trying to buy time, like, pretend to fuss with the thing and, you know, not play the, play the hand that's, that's, that's kind of tip their hand, is the phrase I'm looking for. And he says to Olvain, he's like, what do you see? Who's out there? I see some, uh, what are they calling? Quaggoths. 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 And uh, where does he see him on the map itself? Quaggoth. Quagoth. Up here. Quagoth. Up here. It's a Quagoth. Oh, wait, what, what was the question? It's, uh, the Quagoth are clinging to the rocks above. Above here. here. Oh, In fact, right, we'll right, get right, minis right, on the board. Right, right, right. Uh, like here and here. How many you see? Uh, you see four. See, what is a group of Quagoths? Four Quagoths. Quagoths. Well, here's a Quagoth. Ah, perfect. Is that an actual Quagoth? Scrim. The tracks oh, on the side here. Yeah. Different looking than the fifth edition art. You have an estimate of how many that is? You put one on each side. Scream is our excellent tracker. Asking him if he uh, can get an estimate of how many people, like all that footprints, have on the side of the road. Looks like a ton of people. Looks like a few people. Uh, a bit. Yeah. Baron's just trying to get an estimate of. How many people are we potentially facing here? Hundreds? Tens? A few? Do we still have spider coin? Uh, yes, yeah, Scrim will go ahead and take yes, a look. Yeah. And he says, Yeah. He says, Definitely an unusual uh, movement pattern over there. He keeps <laughs> his voice quiet. It seems like you guys are all keeping your voice a bit quiet. Um, do you want him to go over and take a look? Uh... Mox uh, just uh, also asks Oil. He's Send like, Anga up there. Are they alone? Do they usually travel alone? So does Oil Vein, he knows that they act as servants when he's seen them around the Skullport and around the drow there. Do these look like servant types or do they look like kind of wild? Um, they are actively hiding up there. Mm-hmm. They're hard to see close to they detail. They're not like wearing the robes of a great drow house. <laughs> um, Unfortunate, that would be convenient. Uh, it, 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 when they when they come more in sight, you could perhaps well you, uh, roll an insight check. Okay. I have a six. Six. <laughs> Uh, hard to tell at this distance, um, uh, and how with how concealed they are. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're pretty sure you could get a general idea from the way you know it carries. It's, you've seen a lot of these things around Skullport and, and in the wild, just walking around. They are they they exist. Um, yeah. uh, Numerous, but I don't know. They usually serve. Where's us from Skullport? But 
Uh, uh, he was a Quetzal. You seem like pretty wild. Ones. But I've got a really sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean I didn't mean to interrupt you. I do oh, need no, Scrimcorn's no, no. miniature. I thought I brought Since it you're out. having him go. I thought it was next to it. He's but let me see. He's this is one of these guys. Uh, these were both kind of. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, we got Scrim. Okay. I like the black. Uh, Scrim corn heads on over there. <clears throat> Where are you guys all? You good hanging out over here? Yeah. Mock has stopped the thing here. You yeah. said you wanted to be a little bit away. Yeah. Uh, so what, what are you the- doing? You're uh, looking up at these guys, so you're kind of at least, at least a little bit more there. Uh, Bear Joe, where are you hanging out? That's where I am. You're just hanging out on the side here, next to Baron. Yeah, I'm hanging out with Baron. Yeah, I think uh, well, I'm going to stay pretty close to somebody. The last thing Tom, Mark, you're, Oh, you're, you're, sta- you're staying close to the yeah. Mark. Mark, he he says, to Mark. We, we shouldn't approach closer because we don't want them to get behind us in case we need to retreat. Mm. I'll control them down with an illusion. Or you uh, could send me up and I'll kick their asses. He says there probably are more. Okay. I mean, usually where I come from, they're servants. But so I, don't know about, I don't know about these ones. He says if we... What if he I'll says, create an illusion on the other side of this? See if there's more on the other so side of the This is like a 90-foot exposed crack, right? Yeah. So, like, the thing is, like, this is... It looks like a nice pinch. Like, a nice, like, whatever tactical pinch point where we can block them but they can just go right over us at the top which is a problem could we paint a tunnel we've done it before he says take uh, too much time take minutes at least he says but uh, that wouldn't help us when they're in combat we need to keep them in front of us perhaps the wings are, are a good idea so they don't get over us could shoot them down if we know they're there could send says, a blast up there I think we I think we should if we can't if I'm not gonna turn around, I think we should spring the trap right here. So I can create an illusion. You hear Scrimcorn yell. He says. He says, Ah! Don't get! And uh, then oh, you, you hear him more like gasp and sputter as. Uh, well, what does this guy sound like? Oh. Hmm. Alright. You. It's Dex. You hear a. You hear a. As uh, a couple of figures pop out from a little alcove in here. Are they some quadrants? Nope. They are troglodytes. Oh no, trogs! Oh, they're stinky. We paddled them in the sun, the citadel. Yeah, and someone someone could understand them. I don't Their language is troglodyte. I think I'd comprehend language. You'd comprehend language. They smelled bad. You had to make a saving throw, or like. Yeah, I've actually still got a vial of troglodyte scent, and I almost use it inside the worm to try and make a bar. They jump out, fiercely attacking, uh, uh, attacking scrimcorn, and just at the same time, mock hears. A noise, a noise that he have, has heard in his past, and it is never a good noise. It is a noise that every time Mock has heard it, it has spelled a fierce battle ahead. And that noise is. And that noise. Uh, the sound of Cubist stone chef flapping his big fat hands. Mock hears the telltale noise of uh, of the massive. Oh, what would it be? It would actually be a. Uh, what is it? Sorry, I'm trying to just trying to figure out what the noise would actually be. 
the noise of wood creaking and metal springs releasing Uh-oh. as a great ballista bolt oh, no. is being loose. <laughs> what These the are fuck? The, from the, its chamber. The different what I'm trying to get at is produce very Mark has been involved with siege weapons, yeah. and he knows that noise of incoming he, he siege. He hears the release of gears and the unloosening of taut ropes, and he hears the whoosh of a great mass flying through the air at high velocity. Uh, I'm in. He says, use our catapult! Wait, no, it's a crystal howitzer. Uh, two troglodytes jump out, thrashing at Scrimcorn, and uh, which we'll just abstract for now, since we're not going to track his hit points. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we're going to go with... Um, is it going to be the bullet? It might be the bullet. No, I've got the, the stats right here if you need me. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, a bolt comes flying oh, through bullet. the corridor into your vision from outside, yeah. like further than you yeah, can yeah. see, just whoof, coming into your view towards Mock and no. uh, Mock and the bullet. Uh, aiming for the bullet, it's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, uh, is this a hidden attacker? Does it get. This advantage? is a hidden attacker. Stealth ballista. Someone did a preparation. Oh boy. No! Oh, that is a 19. That was yeah. a disadvantage, though, right? Oh, that was an advantage. No. Um, and. Uh, armor class 17 for the bullet. Oh, armor class? That's not too shabby. No, it's not. Um, but it is a 22. Yep. And it will hit for 17 piercing damage. Oh, What's the no. range on that ballista? Betsy. Is it long range? It has enough range. Okay. I think there's something about a handle animal check. I don't know if like, my mouth gets hit. I don't know how that works. But... Uh, we're not going to worry about that for now. Okay. But did something to game mechanics that could use an extra review? Yeah. It'd be interesting. We haven't done a ton of mounted mm, it's been a bit. stuff in general. Uh, it's not the only loose loosing of a large bolt. Boom. There are two that come at you. Oh, another Ooh. 19. Jesus. Ooh. That'll be another 17 piercing damage. Okay. I'm keeping track of health for the bullet. Alright. Not Betsy, no. And now both just come in and their shots are true as uh, each of them though? just straight down there. Straight down there huh? And uh, each of them just lodges in to the bullet's sort of like armored. breast area. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, he's wearing he's armor. Very right? armored. Yeah, oh, I forgot he's armor. very armored. Uh, it just goes right through the armor. Uh, uh, right through the armor, sticking into the bullet. There are two just sticking forward. One kind of like center of mass and one more in the like front arm. Uh, it is a testament to the bullet that those things lodged in and the bullet is still like <laughs> moving. <laughs> Just the amount more hit points than Mock does. <laughs> oh, really? How many hit points is the 94? Oh, that's a. It's one hit point more than me. Strong creature. Another yeah. CR is the bullet. <laughs> Five more. I, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, it's CR. Where do I find that? Uh, it's below the. Oh, um, yeah. Five. Five. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's a meaty yeah, creature. That's a monster. Meaty. Plant those beans. Plant those beans. All right. Quite awesome. Um, um, are we rolling initiative? Yeah. Well, I would have just so. been attacked. I hope so. <laughs> These are all quagots. No, those are all. Oh, uh, okay. One, two, three, four, five more Some options for you if you need them. I will print quagots in the coming. Oh, <laughs> other question. Yes, it's dark. 
can the people shooting at us see us with their very long dark vision? I'm assuming they have very, very long dark vision or something. You don't know. I don't know. You certainly don't. Are you asking me to make sure I'm following the rules, or what? What's the... uh... Well, it's also because Baron knows that he can only see 60 feet in the dark, and if he can't see them, he's assuming they must have very, very long dark vision. So is that accurate? That's a fine assumption for him to make. You cannot see your assailants, so all of these questions are just you postulating. Okay. Unless he knows something Uh... about their species. You know that you cannot see that whatever is shooting at you is coming from past your dark vision range, and there's no light over there. Okay. That's and as far are as we going. illuminated at all? Um, I was assuming we had been going tell me. sneaky before. Yeah. So yeah, we had no. not been illuminated. We didn't. You were kind of fitting in with the underdark. No one uh, uh, needed to. Yeah, we, we thought yeah. we were just going. So like, yeah, sixty feet is great for then not. You are not illuminated. Great. Roll, are we rolling initiative? Mm-hmm. I'm getting Sorry, I should have said roll initiative. I'm using my inspiration on initiative. Yeah. Those are the only surprise round attacks. Now it's just straight initiative. Yeah. Okay, when I point to you, tell me what you have. Uh, 12. Uh, 3. Ooh. Ooh. 15. Um... Well, you've got a... I should just roll for them so that they get some varied things. I kind of like to just sprinkle them in the middle of all that. You want me to... Um, get, 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 get them all. 22. Nice. I got an 18. 18? Yep. 18. I wanted to just use the base score like they rolled a 10, kind of like I'm doing for damage. The problem is that generally puts them like... All, all grouped. Yeah. So I don't want that. I probably. Um, they, uh, uh, the, the troglodytes are at four. The quaghoths are at, uh, three. <laughs> oh, time with mock. The ballistas are at seven. Uh, <laughs> an unknown assailant is at nine. Ooh. And another unknown assailant is at uh, 17. Kind of bottom heavy there. My uh, roll off is 16. Roll off with the three person with the uh, 14. Off. You got it. Three. Oh wait, 15. Oh, oh you got it. By 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 a nose. Uh, I need some kind of marker to write on there and put oil vein and then Drewston are going and then one of the mysterious okay. assailants. We need to erase that. Yeah. Paper towel over there. Yeah, Alright, but oil vein's going first. Uh, oil vein, uh, takes out his staff of power. Uh, he, he was standing right next to the bullet and the bullet got hit. So yeah. You heard its pain cry. So he knows that it came down that path. Terrible, terrible. And he, yep. see, he double checks with the spyglass. Oh, because you have a longer yeah. vision. Yeah, does he um, see any, uh... So he can, if it's like 200... Well, then, what does your half-elven eyes see? What does your eyes see? Spyglass! Show me my enemies. Uh, so 240 Yeah, that's... Uh, then yes, sure enough. You see, not a ballista, but a large humanoid creature. Could it be? It must be an ogre Whoa. holding a massive crossbow <laughs> that to any human would be a ballista. 
Yeah, right here is about a hundred feet from you. So that's an ogre, line. which is I mean I can show you a yeah. picture, but it's basically what the, the ogre looks like in Lord of the Rings. That's a great ogre. Oh, that guy. That's a great oh, ogre. Is it a large or a huge? They are just large. Okay, nice. How far is uh, he's within? You said that's about wow, hundred feet. Awesome. Yeah, but here's about hundred feet. So what's your range? So, oh, there are two for dark vision. For dark vision, two, two on with the spyglass, two forty. So you can see everything that he that is off the edge of the map. One twenty with, yeah, so one twenty without. Yeah, that's what I thought. About here, the distances aren't perfect. We're working with what the map has. Call it back there. Yep. Uh, I said let's keep it green. Yeah, keep it green. Oh, there's two of them. Yes, there are that's two. Right, there are two bolts. Correct. Cool. All right. Uh, uh, Oilbane 22. Oilbane uh, draws to the 17. Wait, Drusen's next with an 18. Oilbane gets down on one knee. <laughs> he, uh, he's holding the uh, staff power and a dagger grip, points the skull in towards the, down that corridor towards those uh, ogres. And uh, you hear, Hoot-a-dunk. and then like a big fireball just kind of travel, like emerges from the skull and travels down the corridor at the ogres. So the ogre, ogres uh, have to save against the dex 15. Dex 15 for the ogres. Here's one ogre. Oh, dex, we're going to have to look that up. Pretty sure he will not have enough. Oh, big the That's a 14! He did not get it. Oh, well, yeah. Which one are the ogres? Are, the oh, are, the, are, are the ogres the unknown ones? or? No, no. Okay, you had some unknown guys. I just didn't know if I should. Uh, the other one does. So one fail, one save. Uh, hang on. So two no question marks, but then I yeah. I said ballista when I gave yeah, you the number. Oh, yeah, ballista is But now you can change it to say ogre. Yeah. You just didn't know yet. See it being fireball one? Yeah. Do you need any more D6s? Uh, I'll just roll these two. Okay. Ooh, nice. Uh, let's see. Seven. Strong. Four. Oh. Huh? Oh, lovely. Uh, Thank you. That's uh, 33 lightning damage. Nice. And uh, half of uh, successful. 33 lightning damage. Nice. Uh, did anyone want to change the mock? We kind of got lost over it. No, I'm happy to be up there. I, I don't think there's. Could you change with the ogres? What's up? You change with the ogres. Gotta change with the ogres. <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty great. Alright. Alright. Uh, I think that's everyone. Mark's gonna duck, er, Fire damage. Was it a okay. Lightning bolt uh, or a fireball? It was a fireball. Fire. Gotcha. Fire damage. Okay. Jason. It's a troll miniature, but it's not actually a troll. Yeah. Okay. It's an ogre. Just let you know. Jason yeah. takes out his Herf Neblin. Good. Crystal Labyrinth. 
and flicks it, and rainbow things go around. However, also that sound of the flicking seems to echo out and change into other noises as an illusion of a cave collapse. Because these are walls going up, right? Yes. A 20-foot cube of cave collapse that sounds like rocks collapsing. Smells like rocks collapsing. Feels like rocks collapsing. Did you just collapse and, and he can't ward his allies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fills the uh, the the narrows. So it's a All right. twenty foot cube. He does have to focus on it, but it's major image, so it also produces a very loud sound. Though not loud enough to do thunder damage. No. No thunder damage. Uh I'll get that. Alright. Something you get later. <laughs> So a huge cave-in you all see in this pass. The enemies must have blown the pass to cut off their main attacking ballistas. <laughs> and then he quickly winks at everyone. He quietly reminds himself. And then he also the runs to the other side of the belay. One, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Why are you saying bullet? It's bullet. Twenty-five. He started saying it. I liked it. <laughs> it depends on where you're Boulet. from. Boulet. I mean, yes, you're right. It is Boulet. just a different dialect. It's how the Spanish would say. Boulet. Boulet. All right, that's my turn. Uh, the mysterious assailant is going. Uh, mystery assailant. Bullet. Bullet. That's way worse. Bullet. Bullet. Um, is that the mystery you're saying? Although the fifth edition picture of the bullet is pretty fucking so awesome. cool. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And right online with the mini. Like there's a like you, a lot of them, yeah, the fifth edition has its own flair. There's like for four it. different versions of Trogs that look very different in that pile. Yeah, because some of the monsters they take a lot of like artistic license with yeah. each edition. They're like, you know what? In this edition, Trogs are gonna be completely More different. Yeah. This bullet looks like someone drew the miniature. That's amazing. And w- watching him come out of the ground with his 60-foot, 60-foot burrow speed. Oh, he no. can burrow faster. No, than... Sorry, sorry. I think bit, it's only 40-foot. But he oh, has 60-foot tremor sense in addition to 60-foot. Uh, there's a mysterious assailant coming. Yes, okay. The mysterious assailant. How tall? 20 feet. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> they just angle. Harder to see us, though. Yep, no, you can't see us. Oh, Jesus. Until they try to interact with them. Okay. Uh, nothing happens on that turn. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, Thank Baron. Baron! Let's see. Oh, sweet, you got your... Got what do you think, Baron? Bear just says from over the top of your head. Yeah, uh. Poor Scrimcorn. You have a big wall of fire. You have a big boy, he can burn Well, I don't want to burn him to death, though. Just burn him mostly. (laughs) As this fight just barely begins, and the rock collapses in, and uh, Erlvane has launched this fireball, uh, uh, a couple of thoughts come to your mind from your passive insight. Nice. Well, uh, oil vein, uh, you know, lots of travels through the Underdark. This is immediately a, uh, this is immediately an alarming and disconcerting sight. Uh, troglodytes, quagoths, yeah. ogres, oh all fighting together. 
That ain't normal. Yeah. Not at all. Like, not not in the slightest bit. It's obvious to anyone that even knows these races. You've done your fair amount of warring uh, with, with Ever the Fair. Yeah. reminded of the tales of the conquest of Delvinar. <laughs> of Gontelgrim. Oh, That's yeah. right. Darkstar. Get blown up. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's about right. it. Cool. I like it. Mm. I say, really? So, uh, where's Bear Jaw on that list? Bear Jaw was <laughs> yeah, omitted. Where you on that? 15. <laughs> Seating order. That's okay. It's cool. Ah, off here with the men to me. My bad. First time, you know? <laughs> I, I'm the but just where is she? I'm Verbally, so we can move on. Uh, she is, right she is 15, which puts her right above Baron. Above Baron? Yes. Oh. Okay. Me. Baron is pondering this. Bearjaw. Bearjaw says, so what do you think, Baron? And then Bearjaw, he's you not get, replying, you, so. Be, Bearjaw, you get a different sense when this fight begins. Just as the rocks are collapsing and as the bolts are firing from here, you just get a sudden flash of, call it deja vu. Uh, there's just a, uh, uh, you just immediately, uh, uh, you immediately are familiar with the tactics of, uh, uh, of these Quagoths hiding up here. Like you just know that they're, that they're about to climb down and attack. It's not that surprising, but, but it's not. It's not a. That's probably what they would do. You just know it. Like you've seen them do this before. You have advantage on your next attack against them. Oh, that's sweet. Been hanging around with dwarves too long. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bear dog kind of like looks at it and then looks up at them and is like, "All right." Um, now knowing that they're gonna they're gonna come down here. Hmm. Does that change anything? Probably not. We'll run up, we'll run up there. We'll we'll take the uh, we'll take the fight to them, huh? Um, then I'm going to move. Now from here to here is that how far? Okay. Uh. From here to here, say that again. Here to where they are. How are far? they way up in the air, yeah, or is that down oh, the ground? They are ninety feet up. Ninety, ninety feet. So they are ninety feet away from you, because diagonals are magic in the D and D world. No matter, so no matter where I end, they'll yes. be ninety feet. Unless you walk more than ninety feet away horizontally, they are ninety feet away. From I love you. this math. This is great math. It's very strange. You literally walk away from them, and they get no further away. It's a cube. Until you are 91 feet away. (laughs) Then I'm going to be... Which means they're immediately 95 feet away. Look, we could consider it an abstraction, but I choose to consider that the the diagonal rule is just just a physics reality of this world. We can't imagine it. It's not a three-dimensional world. It's a different type of thing. It's like a 2.75 degree. Okay, so first she's going to rage. I I can't conceive. All right. Then, first, first she moved, then she raged. Um, yep. And then she's going to uh, fling her hammer up there with a reckless attack. I cannot reckless attack on a ranged attack. I won't do that. Never mind. I, I it can still be fine. reckless. I don't it's know very reckless. Range. Yeah, isn't that? I can. I can send it extra distance, right? Past well, to check, check the range, just so it's written, it's written right on your thing. Yeah. 
So you're this, saying anything past that you literally you could never hit? Yeah, see, 20, 60. 60 is the long, is the long range. Because so the 20 throw, is regular, and then up to 60 with then, a disadvantage. Then with a very heavy heart, she stows her hammer, and she gets one of her javelins out. Oh. I which has javelin. 120 range. Yes. yes, she's got it right on her sheet. 120. Now that's all her moves, I think. Huh? Because pulling a weapon Interact with an object? Your, your weapon is one-handed. Do you have a shield? You do have a shield. Yeah. You'd have to oh, drop the hammer. You gotta drop the hammer on the ground if you want to your shield. Sure. To stow it is interact and she to draws, draw She drops the hammer on the ground. She's not gonna move. But you can draw and throw a javelin. Okay, then I'll do that. I wanted to make sure I yep. got all so my So she just drops the hammer straight down. Just on, by her I side. I mean, if it comes back after she throws it, maybe she doesn't need it to pick it up. It bounces right back in my hand. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe she that's Drops like, it, grabs it, throws the javelin, holds her hand out. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty sweet. Actually. A little, little, game, little breaky. I like that. Um, but this one's just a javelin. Because um, she needs to get their attention. So she's going to fling it at the uh, nearest one that she can see. You know, questionable. Uh, she actually cannot see them. Sorry. After all that. All oh, that? 60 foot dark vision. You have 60 foot dark vision. They are 90 oh, feet away. How Climb the wall. those fuckers? You can see the chocolate. I can see those? Yeah. Hammer them. Then I they are actively attacking at... Scrimcorn. Oh, oh yeah, they're I guess. on the ground floor. Then I'll throw my hammer at them. Forget the javelin. <sighs> God. All right. Well, I like the idea that she steps forward, reaching for the javelin, like looking up. And then it's like, I I could have sworn. Throws it the troglodytes There's definitely are going to be some troglodytes here soon, though. I have a sense about that. Um, No, but okay. Or troglodytes or whatever they are. Quagoths. 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 Okay, so I'm going to throw the hammer at the first one. Do I get advantage on these as well, or is it just versus the guys up there? It's your next attack. My next attack. That's only once. Just the once. Okay. Then, yes, I will throw it at um, Troggy number one. Troglodyte. All right. He's got uh, light cover from Scrimcorn. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a 29. Yeah, you'll hit him easily. Go for it. And then I'll just do one more, and then we can roll the damage all together. Okay. And I'm going to hit the other one also. Or I'll attack. Decide after you do the damage. You get to decide after Four, the damage. 14 after that. 14 will also hit. <laughs> well, great. Um, and then we're doing uh, 1d10 plus seven. Sorry about the delay. I can't, find my, I can't find my other d10. There well, it's not d10s. D8. Yes, they are. Nope. Throne hammer is 2d8 plus seven. So that's your damage. Weird. Uh, plus Why? nine if it's ranged. Oh, that's two-handed. Again, that's I... two-handed because it's a versatile... You don't need to say sorry. it again. It's a versatile hammer, and so that's that's two-handed uh, damage. Cool. And I spent a long time today trying to fix this to say plus ten on your it's attack. It's never going to do it. You can't do it. I've it's been, a limitation. I have been adding that, it's super I have been doing the, huh. the ten properly. You can't properly. set a two-hit bonus on a custom attack. You just plain can't. Huh. And, and a bunch of people in the forums complaining about it. Okay, so... Um, That's 14. Okay. Are you adding my plus 2 in there as well? Yeah, it's 5 plus 9 is 14. Okay, and then... That's against one of them, which kills the first one. Yay! Yeah. And the other one is... More than that, so More it kills the other one as well. Yeah! The, the hammer... These were trucks. That's nice. The hammer bounces off of one and then hits the other one in the head. Just, yeah, just slams day. one, slams the other. Both trogs just spew green blood yeah. as they uh, fall uh, backwards. Scrimcorn was screaming back because Scrimcorn was looking I'll at the, you, Scrim. Scrimcorn was looking at the tracks as like trying to figure out where something went, and they just jumped out and attacked him. So he was in the midst of just 
of just uh, scrambling backwards to get his footing when the hammer of all souls just dead. boom, boom, struck them both dead. Snatch their life. It'll be more where they came from. Uh, ba -da -ba 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 -da -ba -ba. Oh, we have one more. Turns. Five, there's three, three, five, I think actually six, Dan six, keeps those. Yeah, he does. Oh, really? I'll just remember. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, next up is Baron. Baron is gonna bless his allies. So it's within 30 feet, right? Bless. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I can get everybody. Okay, he's gonna do a third level bless. So we can get up to five people. Whoa. So that's everybody here, but not Scram. Sorry, Scram. Sorry, Scram. Cool. What's he say? Moradin, with your divine power, bless my allies! It's this foul and unnatural creature. Yep. And, uh, that's it. That's the turn. So now, Baron, Mock, Bearjell, Ulvain, and Drustin all have a bless. Any shouts out? Are we still. There were tales from the retaking of Gontelgrim! of various sorts of all kinds working together under the control of an illithid. Be wary. <laughs> that sounds unpleasant. Oh, dark stop. Justin has heard this tale. Many times. Many times. 49 times in his life. 49 times. So you know how to... Uh, mystery Assailant 2. Greg. Yes. 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 I'm gonna need a miniature. What kind of you miniature? Want to type it to me or miniature. tell me. Miniature unknown as saint. <laughs> Is it a Mind dragon? Flayer. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Dark Star. You're uh, son of Dark, Dark Star. Star. I gotta say, the fact that you had your adventure with the Illithids a couple weeks ago, and now this, the it's fact is like perfect. That's, that's fantastic. Cool. That's pretty cool. The oh, illithid no, right steps out from the stone Ooh. itself as uh, uh, Scrim's like, that's my move! <laughs> is Scrim's move. And by the way, when you are melted into stone, much as it helped him escape the entire city's worth of security, it's not like you get a bonus to stealth or anything, no. you're just inside the stone. Yeah. You are unnoticed. You are you are. I noticed the stone. To find. I think it's stone. Uh, yeah. It is stone. But beyond it. It steps out and uh, uh, it steps out carefully. Who's familiar with illithids? I mean, underdark thing. Who's heard about it? Drustin is familiar yeah. with two things in this particular situation. He's familiar with illithids, for it is a big part of the story of, of his of, of Gontelgrim. He's also familiar with outcasts of uh, uh, of societies oh. and he can see what? that the ceremonial garb that the uh, that this uh, particular illithid is wearing has its um, uh, there's a it wears a belt around its uh, uh, robes but the belt uh, sort of buckle the signet that would signify the uh, that would signify the rank amongst the society has been torn off and it's left there as a like ripped oh. and shattered belt. This is a uh, this is an outcast outcast is the wrong word. There's a there's a better word for that. Um, a shunned? Yeah, it is a shunned from its community. This illithid, this mind flare as it steps out 
and suddenly a massive blast of oh, energy. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. If we die, we can roll up new characters That's at the level. So I mean, it will hit Oilvane, Bairn, oh. Mock, uh, Drustin, Aurora, Onga. Oh, 60 foot. Yeah. Uh, and the bullet. Is it a cone? It's a cone. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, it's a... 60 foot. Use a couple drugs. You pick up a few DC, adventures that seem to be going to DC places. 15 intelligence saving throw. <laughs> hey, y'all got a bless on you. Add a D4 oh, yeah. on there. Wow. And I, don't, I don't need vision. <laughs> oh, it's everyone but Bearjaw and Scrimcorn. I think this is the first, and remember inspiration. Oh, and also inspiration. I'm using an intelligence saving throw we've made. I am proficient in intelligence saving throws. I have a plus seven to this. That's amazing. Uh, so also, I don't need vision for the saving throw because I'm a minus one to vision related. <laughs> That's correct. Well, it's correct. only attack rolls and ability checks. That's true. Remember, That's rolls, right. this is the checks, throws. throws. Thank you. Oh, well, well it was looking great until I rolled my third one of the night. Well, I got a four on that black. Woo! I was like, 13! Nope, 1. Wait, what do we need? DC 15. Oh, thank god. god. Oh, mother. I don't think you did. Uh, <laughs> fucking flat 10 intelligence with advantage of pair of 10s! <laughs> and, and a 4, a four on the bless! I got a 14. <laughs> I have a plus 7, so I have a 14. But I'm blessed! So, I succeed. I get above 15. Alright. I do not. I know we... we Baron and Mock us. have failures. Yep. Uh-huh. Failure. Right. And Oil Vein as a failure. What about your boulette? Uh, the boulette is... Uh, is boulette. I, I mean, I don't know what boulette, kind of negative boulette. the boulette has. I thought you said you had the stats. Oh, it rolled a seven. So oh, seven. Not looking good. <laughs> That's a three on its intelligence. No yeah, it's, it's a minus four. So, total of three. Okay. Uh, for everyone that failed, yep. that is 22 oh, psychic shit. damage oh, and shit. stunned for oh, one minute. Stunned for a minute? Yes, you get to repeat uh, the same thing at the end of each of your turns, though. Yeah. Uh, how much damage is that? 22 psychic damage. Because you can choose for your character's head. And we will continue next week. I need, a, I need to check a bless check. On success, not, no damage. Remind me concentration check rules. It's... 10 or half damage. 10 or half damage. So 22 would be 11? Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be 11, but I get a plus D4 on the save. Because yeah. right. it's save, right? Uh, uh no. damn it. What, what, what do I add? Constitution? Constitution save it there. Uh, I got a plus 3. That's <laughs> 10. Goddamn. Oh. 10. Mother. 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 unhappy with you. There. The bless has ended. <laughs> oh, no. You missed my work again. This is a truly unfortunate session of rolling. Okay. Oh, cause stunned doesn't automatically end concentration because it says you're incapacitated, can't move, and can speak only falteringly. Yeah. So you are still mentally, and your intelligence saving throws don't even get disadvantaged. So you... Uh, you can still think. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, again, we'll continue next week <laughs> with this mind flare. Nice. So this mind player wasn't going to show himself until much longer, until a sizable chunk of his forces were cut off, and then you had specifically called out that there's probably a mind flare around. It's like, well, Bob's drunk. I love that. Great to do. I mean, also, 
a peek behind the GM curtain. No, I did not know that about your session. <laughs> That's a coincidence. That's awesome. an amazing coincidence. It was all about dark stuff. Oh, also, in I mean, case it matters. Have arranged it this. No, it's it's oil pain. No, no, no. We don't. We, we don't carry over the advantage yeah. that That's you true. had from yeah. the diamond. You don't keep that inspiration. You don't, week keep, to you don't keep it. Okay. I just like to say, my players speak deep speech, so. Well, they do, you but, uh, but they uh, always prefer telepathic communication when it is possible. If he listens to Oil Vane's head, it's going to be a lot of deep speech. <laughs> oh, oh, not just under common, but deep speech. Yeah.